WTF? Two fed chucks. Two fed chucks? Um, A lot of fed well, chucks right here. We're talking about Hearthstone, so at least you can't accuse me of being someone, here because of nepotism. Is someone Mirror Entity? <laughs> is that? You know what? Walter, oh God! I would love to see you with a full beard like that. I think that well, should be the next goal for this podcast. No. Hashtag Walter Beard. Make I can't go people. like four days without shaving just because it gets itchy, and I'm just I've always I've always been jealous of your beard, Alex. Like I've always been jealous of your ability to grow facial hair, uh, but I just I'm just no just. Itchy. It's like I have the DTs. But I, I, su I suppose we should actually introduce him. Because I was going to say, I thought you were happen. jealous of his sick Hearthstone skills, which is why we invited him on. Because this <laughs> I, is the guy that whenever I start tweeting about how Hearthstone's pissing me off, he has a response and I can actually talk to him about this. So when I knew that, you know, the new expansion's coming out probably today when you're listening to this, maybe it's out, it's not out yet, maybe it's just been released, but. I mean, we got to talk about it. We've got new mechanics. We've got this whole tri-class thing. I've already dropped my pre-release money, so I got to hope that all these cards work out. Uh, Alex, on a scale of 1 to 10, where, how, where's your hype? Just to, to measure uh, how much excitement we're bringing to this podcast. It varies based on, I don't know, what time of day it is and which cards I'm thinking about. Okay. Um, looking at like the entire set list as a whole, definitely excited. I have yet to... Give Blizzard my blood money, so I guess I need to do that today before I can no longer cash in on fifty packs. Yeah. Um. So I'll do that before I go to bed, and then I get to wake up tomorrow. I get to raid with my guild, and then when we're done, I get to open fifty packs and be even more disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, so, so I made a mistake, and I'm gonna point it out. So, so this is my brother Alex, not Baconfoot Fedchuck. This is Alex Navas Fedchuck. For some reason, I still thought your Twitter handle was Baconfoot. I changed it today because I figured at some point <laughs> you guys are going <laughs> to... I changed it today because I figured at some point I was gonna I'm going to have to say it. Because your Skype said it as well when you friended me. So what are you now? You're not Baconfoot. We've lost Baconfoot. Into the... no, ba I like bacon to imagine there's a... a forest filled with meats that Baconfoot just wanders around. Like no, it's actually... Through. You no, know, it's actually uh, it's actually an old Nickelodeon cartoon reference. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Where you got the name from? The the show with the the three cats that inherited all the old lady's money. Like, comment, subscribe if you know what he's talking about, because I have no idea what cat know, show. show was Just like Google Mister Mister Blick, that Mr. should tell you everything. Oh, you know. okay. Waffle Mister Blick. God. This is the Scottish cat. That that sounds like a thing that I'm glad I forgot. But <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was like this huge, it was like this huge. Oh my god, I remember this. Yeah, show. it was like this okay. huge, drawn-out insult that ended with bacon foot. I'm like, that's hilarious. That's gonna be my <laughs> name from now on. And now it's not. Okay. I, I want to say this is the best Hearthstone analysis on any of the podcasts I've heard so far. <laughs> I, I would I, agree. I, I, like I, I said, it. it depends on the card so, we're talking so, so about. So what are? So what are you now? What are you now, Alex? I, I am at BM Navos. BM Navos. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's see what BM we're going to be delivering with the, the yeah. first set, right? Who, where are we starting, Walder? Well, okay. So we're starting. Uh, we're we're looking at Main Streets of Gadgetzan, which is the new Hearthstone expansion that is, like Chase said, coming out probably yeah. as you're actually listening to this. 
Uh, so we're going to start with, uh, we're going to divide this up by the gangs and then talk about each class underneath the gangs. And our first gang is the Grimy Goose. Woo! Led by Don Han Cho. Uh, <laughs> but Chase, you in particular wanted to, want to talk about the lesser of the, of the two cards under this kind of interesting um, health and damage mechanic in their hand. So what can you tell me about Grime Street Smuggler? What, do you, what are your thoughts on this mechanic as a whole? I mean, Grime Street Smuggler more serves to show just the basic what we're expecting from these three classes. Uh, it, it's a very interesting direction that they've gone to because, you know, the biggest criticism of Hearthstone recently is that it's basically curve stone. On, one, on turn one, you play your one drop. Turn two, you play your two drop. And you're just supposed to kind of curve out, and that's the ideal situation. That's why Secret Paladin was so strong. Right. And why it is still super strong and wild. And I am one of those dirty secret paladin players. So uh, sorry, not sorry on that I one. I actually hate you. That's Aside absolutely the fact reasonable. that you're playing wild. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. Everything's fine. But these, these decks, I, I find this mechanic interesting because it kind of allows you to curve away from that to a certain extent. Uh, you know, if you're buffing up all of the cards in your hand, which some other cards will allow you to do, then, you know, playing a one drop and a three drop could potentially be more value than just a four drop. And so it encourages a different way of evaluating uh, which card is giving you the most value on a turn by turn basis, just based on which card got the buffs. Um, obviously, it's random minions in your hand most of the time, which is a little bit off putting because when it's random, it means it could go to, you know, Let's say for whatever reason you're running a, you know, a, a doom. You wouldn't really want a, a doomsay or anything like that. But let's say you're running, you know, a purposeful, you know, anti-zoo card, and that's the one that gets the buff. It's like, well, that's not necessarily as helpful as if I'm trying to push for damage and you put it on my damage dealer. Um, so there's there are obviously going to be problems like that. But it's just to me, it's a it's a mechanic that has gotten a little bit too much flack from the community because, oh, it's boring. Oh, it's just stats. Well, stats are good. Stats are how you win. You win by getting the enemy health to zero. And at least now it's better than just every turn having like, oh, well, this is the card I have at the mana cost that's available, so that's what I play, which is what too many decks, I think, have turned into. I, where, where do you land, Alex? What do you think of the Grimy Goons? I mean, like, sure, ball of stats, whatever. It's not as boring as I think the Cabal is, but we'll talk. To, we'll talk about them in a second. I know shots fired. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like you said, Grime Street Smuggler really just serves as like this is the baseline. This is what you can expect most of our cards to try and accomplish in varying degrees of success. Um, I come down a little bit harder on the mechanic, just because like looking at Grime Street Smuggler, it's a two four, and mm -hmm. we've I think that we've established at this point for three mana. You want to be getting around three, four stats. That's what Spider Tank was, yeah. and that seemed to be the bar. It was be better than this or don't be played. So it seems like a lot of the Grimy Goons cards, as far as like the hand holding mechanic, is that they're negative tempo, which mm -hmm. means that they're not exactly great plays on their own. So you kind of set yourself back in small increments, and then you drop like your super buffed one mana creature and some other stuff and try and regain all the negative one, tempo. One, four with charge. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're, you're, you're on turn eight after you drop Don on a Han show, you play your one mana six, six charge <laughs> and you that, murder him with it. And, and that, that could win a game for question. the record. That, 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 that was yeah. actually going to be my question is how, how much value does this sort of hand 
holding give to you know haste cards or cards that like give haste like is does that now make in this sort of gang does it make them more valuable or because of that random aspect to it is it still eh. i mean first I'm of all the, playing... the word you're looking for is charge walter charge this is not charge. this is not charge. magic charge. the gathering yes charge i have way more experience in, but <laughs> yeah that's a different uh, let's, put it, let's put it this way i'm not putting stone tusk boar in my deck no <laughs> really okay. no Never. Dude, no, I, you, no gotta, you gotta play for that boar control, though. <laughs> but uh, honestly, I, I mean, it, what you're gonna be looking at, right, is, you know, you look at the 2-4 that, that you see with the Grimy Goons. Is that gonna get played? Probably not, because if you look, what can you play for 2-4? Well, you can play Brand Bronzebeard and get double the hand buffing, you know, from every other card after that for the same amount of stats on the board. So uh, some of these cards are not gonna get played, but the, the key is... <laughs> You know, is is a lot of charge going to come through? Maybe Dragon Warrior, like Alex Straz's champion getting the charge. That's something that is reliably procced, and you, you could look at it maybe. But honestly, charge is not where these classes are going. That Charge has been something that's been pretty heavily nerfed for this very reason. And in these classes in particular, you might run Leroy as a finisher. And if Leroy gets a 5-5 five, five buff, then your enemy might have some problems. But I don't totally. think that it's going to be anything other than what would traditionally already be in that kind of deck as a finisher. Totally fair. Leroy Jenkins, uh, a couple of the cards we're probably going to talk about later, yeah. are great, great candidates for this mechanic. Um, it's certainly a build-around-me thing. I mm-hmm. mean, a couple of them are probably good enough that you can like casually play like Don Honcho, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Strauss's champion, I think Dragon Warrior's too tight a list to to fit some of this stuff in, but Korkron Elite is certainly an excellent candidate for a 5-5. God, fa- Face Warrior is going to be so dangerous with some of the other cards. We'll, we'll get to Warrior first. I think yeah. we have some other Let's classes. Let's move on. A- Alex. <laughs> Let's get to it. Yes. Is Knuckles the best name for a bodyguard gorilla? Oh, man. I take that to mean we're moving to Hunter. We're moving it's, to Hunter, Yeah. Yeah. It's so great to see Harambe back in action. <laughs> oh, yeah. That had to happen. Just, this is just the meme podcast. Got it. That's where we are. I, look, I mean, look, the card is a meme. It's like, okay, after it attacks a minion, it also hits the enemy hero. Okay, awesome. So what control nice. hunter deck exists in which you want to be using a five-mana card with only three attack in hunter to clear the enemy board? Like, what is that good against? It's not good against Zoo, because a lot of the Zoo cards, you know, right now you get Defender of Argus, they get to above four health. Or you've got, like, Imp uh, imp Leader, uh, you know, the Imp Boss, and that's uh, a 2-4. Imp Gang Boss. Imp Gang Boss. There you go. There you go. That's that's very true. It was ahead of its time, really. Um, (laughs) And so, you know, like, and that's four health. Like, you know, you're not going to deal with a Doom Guard that way. Uh, With the Paladin stuff, like... I mean, I guess it helps in the sense that you can clear some divine shields depending on what's in play, or you can, you know, constantly deal with some of his one ones, even if it was, you know, humiliated or Aldor peacekeepered or whatever else. But it's just—I don't think it does enough. I think it's—it's it's too slow for the hunters that we are aware of today. It would have to shift to a more controlly bent. I don't see mid range going for this. Is essentially what I'm saying. And aggro certainly does not have time for that in the slightest. No, ag- aggro definitely not. So I have two points about Knuckles here. Yeah, please. One, 
It's a control card that still manages to go face. Mm-hmm. If that's not some serious Hunter flavor, I don't know what else is. <laughs> uh, two, handhold mechanic. You see, Knuckles is not a 3-7 minion. Oh, that's true. He's what, for instance, you play a shaky zap gunner, or a shaky zip gunner on three, mm-hmm. and Knuckles is now a 5-9. Which, which for, for the record, you guys can't see, uh, but Shaky uh, Zip Gunner is a uh, three mana three three with a death rattle to give random plus two plus two. That's pretty darn good if you're looking at card in your hand. T- yeah. t- t- or Don Don Hancho maybe Don Hancho. I I actually the one I look at and this is I think going to be on your next slide, Walter. We're skipping around a little bit. Uh, yeah. Trog Beast Rager. Give a random beast in your hand, plus one, plus one. This is what you're talking about. You talk about having to sacrifice curve. You do not have to sacrifice any curve with Trog Beast Rager. You just give yeah. your beast that extra buff, and it's a 3-2 two for two. We're already seeing that played with things like King's Elec, and Hunter doesn't even really need to worry about card draw that much if it gets some really powerful things that can hit face quickly on the board. Yeah. I mean, that's really dangerous for a, a beast hunter kind of deck that we're seeing, and especially when you look at Going back now to the first page, because I enjoy messing with you, Walter. Rat Pack, which I think is going to be the most dangerous card in this set as far as what's going to tilt streamers like Kriparian the most. Because oh he's just going to get God. buffed. It's going to be this one big thing. He's like, well, I have to clear it. You spend, you know, you're a hunter. You spend your execute or your shield slam. And suddenly there are just seven one ones on the board. And you have all of the abilities to just, you know, you run an animal companion, get a Leoc, now they all get their buff. You get all these. I mean, you can make some crazy things with Rat Pack that are just going to be disastrous. Yeah. If like, done well. Beast, Beast Rager curves perfectly well into Rat Pack, curves perfectly well into Houndmaster. I'm sorry, but it seems like uh, Hearthstone Heroes of Curvecraft is still around, at least in this case. <laughs> yeah. Um, one other thing, I actually might, it's it's what I uh, put in my notes. I think that Hunter, Zoo goes back to the zoo. That's what I was going to ask about Rat Pack in particular, because I play Zoolock, a, a yeah. wonderful Bruce Leroy Zoolock deck that my, my good brother crafted for me that I still have somehow made work, even though I haven't upgraded it at all. You have, like, none of the Zoo cards. It's, right, it's none fine. of the current Zoo cards. And it, it works. Like, I'm not going to win a win a, a Hearthstone Tour Championship or anything with it, but, like, I can get to 20 and be fine. But, yeah, Zoo does seem to want to be going back to Hunter. Um, and you're talking about Curve especially. Is Smuggler's Crate a good a good turn one card or is it something that you really want to hang on to later on into the game alex it depends i mean like king's alec is a two drop beast like you want to find you want to find a curve and if your curve is like turn one smugglers crate turn two truck beast rager turn three three mana seven seven rat pack uh i guess faceless behemoth can eat it yeah, I mean, the the real question here is, what else are you playing on turn one as a hunter? Like, you're Alley not cat. playing Hunter's Mark on t- Yeah, okay, sure. If we, you, you want two one ones, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I mean, but I mean it's, a possess- it's a possessed villager that's a beast well, in Hunter. Yeah, except the fact that it's on two minions means it's more easily cleared by whirlwind effects or, or anything like that. I, I, I don't know. Alicat could see play. I, I, I think it's going to be a lot like... Uh, you look at uh, what, what's the the card where you do one damage and then you get a one one hound. 
Because it's essentially that, right? And that oh, card doesn't yeah, see yeah, play. Yeah. Yeah, a, mean, card, a card so powerful in the fact that it guarantees a damage and a beast and it doesn't get played. So I don't <laughs> see Alley Cat getting played, but I do totally see a world, especially if we shift more towards that mid-range element and we go there instead of sticking with the secret hunter that's really viable right now, then I see Smuggler's Crate having a place because I don't see uh, I, I don't see it working out the other way. But, I mean, it all depends... Uh, again, on whether you want to be playing a, a one-drop on Hunter or whether you're going to be more focused on uh, curving out with some of your other cards. I mean, right now, Hunter plays... Some Some Hunter decks still run Argent Squire, so I think there's room for one. But uh, they've yeah. got to make sure it's it's getting enough value and maybe not having any presence on the board. Maybe Alley Cat is better than just a 2-2 in the long run, but we oh, will have to see. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know about you, but... It seemed to work pretty well for for uh, Zulox at the beginning of Whispers of the Old Gods, but yes. uh, the Darkshire Councilman—that's the card. Yes. The Darkshire yes. Councilman. I guarantee I'm going to be at least trying Zoo Hunter oh, with yeah. Alley Cat as like my possessed villager analog, and Rat Pack mm -hmm. being our equivalent to um, Forbidden. I don't know. Fill your board with one one tentacles. Make oh, your yeah, Councilman yeah. huge and punch people to death. Yeah. Seems like that seems reasonable. that seems decent. And by the way, the card I was uh, forgetting earlier is on the hunt. So on that, the that hunt. was that's right. the one damage summon a one one. I, I think that Alley Cat, you know, if you want to swarm your opponent on it, that's fine. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, how whether you're going to be able to in that kind of deck get the buffs in your hand that you need to make it work while still playing minions constantly every turn. I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a very interesting balance, but I can totally if Zoo Hunter becomes a thing, I will not be surprised in the slightest. I, speaking speaking of, of swarming your opponents with one ones and one cost creatures, small time recruits and paladins. Another <laughs> yes. reason for me to hate this goddamn class. Why I, I, I love hate it. paladin. I hate why? it. Yeah, why? I just don't like playing against it. I feel like they it, always it's, just it's yeah. the second weakest class right now. I just like playing against it. It's just not fun. It's not yeah. fun for me. Paladin, Paladin is so yeah. lost right now. Like small time. Speaking about small time recruits, Chase and I already like started getting into. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Time. We we don't talk at all before the podcast. We literally come <laughs> in and it immediately beams out to the viewer. I don't know. Don't don't reveal any magic tricks here, Alex. I mean, we want you back on the podcast, so you got to be careful. Is, is this the card he was talking about, Alex? Where he put it on it because it's just awful? No, no. I love this card. Oh. I, I love small time recruits. Okay. I think small time recruits is one of the secretly best cards in this expansion because I think that anything that thins a deck has proven to be super successful. You know, if you look, look, it's a three mana card. So you're not, you know, how much are Paladins really doing on three mana? I mean, Steward of Darkshire didn't really work out. You're playing a Wicker Flame Burn Bristle. Actually, I'm yeah. with Divine Shield. You'd rather play the Wicker Burn, uh, Wicker Flame later when you've already buffed it a bit more because that damage yeah. dealt by the minion also healing your hero, that's much more of a late game effect. You don't want to be playing that on curve. True. You want to be playing that after you've dropped something that buffs it. So what do you want to be playing on curve? Well, you want to get to the stuff that buffs your minion. The best way to do that is to play small-time recruits, which is immediately going to get three one-drop minions out of your deck, into your hand. Any ability that allows you to draw three cards is powerful. Any ability that allows you to draw three cards that you would otherwise not want to top deck is very powerful. 
And keep in mind that there are one drops like the Mean Street Marshal, which isn't included on our images, but that's a one drop, a one mana, one two, that if it has two or more attack, draw a card. All you need is a Direwolf Alpha. You can proc that, and suddenly you're drawing even more cards. I mean, there are valuable one drops, especially in the Paladin class, that will take advantage of this. I think this lets Selfless Hero become a thing again. Um, you know, because you can spam the board with that, and then Selfless Hero dies, you give something else Divine Shield, and it buys you time to get the other boost cards. I really like small-time recruits. Um, it's just a more balanced version of what we saw be so powerful when Secret Paladin was plaguing the ladder, so... But you're, oh, you but you're less... Yeah, Muster for Battle, yeah. I mean, that would be, obviously... I would rather have Muster for Battle than Small-Time Recruits, but I can't have Muster for Battle, so Small-Time Recruits is great. <laughs> But I mean, you're you're less high on it. What's what's where do you come down on it, Alex? I th okay. So if you're play like if you're playing a deck full of one drops, you're probably some kind of like an aggro deck. Yes. And I don't think that you want to take your turn three off to draw three one drops that you're going to play on turn four into whirlwind. <laughs> I don't know into any Swipe. of the <laughs> maelstrom portal. Yeah. Uh, Dragonfire potion, like yeah. any of the efficient board wipes that exist. Now, the point of of the hand holding mechanic, yeah, it it gives you three relatively cheap guys, but it's not like Paladin doesn't have tools to make those guys greater than they started. Um, yes. You have Smuggler's Run, give all the minions in your hand one one. You have Grind Street Outfitter, who has an ability just on a battle cry body even though he kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, that's the dream, right? Is turn three, you get your 1-1s. One uh, turn four, you play Grime Street Outfitter and either another one of those or two Smuggler's Runs, and everything in your hand gets plus two, plus two. And you're taking and now... two turns off. No, you're in Christmas Land now. No, no, because you still get the 1-1 one, one on the board, but that's a 1-1 one, one mm -hmm. that you would have been spending two men on your hero power anyway. I mean, it's... That's that's there, fair. There's a balance there. Um, I I think, or how about even just as a matter of smugglers run for one mana, play all of your one mana cards that all now have a one one buff. So you're essentially getting at least on average two mana out of each of those cards, and you only spent one turn to do that, and now you flooded the board with four minions. It's not like that's not bad. Like that that can work. Uh, the problem is that. You know, you look at the card that I get most excited about about Paladin, and that's Getaway Kodo, and that card sucks in Aggro Paladin. It's terrible in Aggro Paladin, uh, because when it's a friendly minion dies or turns into your hand, if it's one of my one ones, that's the last thing I want to do. That's a terrible that, because idea. That's that's not the deck that you play it in. Right, but what you do play you play it in? Oh, Tyrion, I need another Ashbringer. <laughs> okay, sure. But don't you think it's a little bit suspicious to your opponent when you have a Tyrion and a one-mana secret? Because you, you can't play it on curve. You play Tyrion on turn eight, then you have to, you're not going to have the ability to play Getaway Kodo. So um, you have to hope that it doesn't die for one turn, and then you play Getaway Kodo and not any other minion in case they kill that one first. Or what? You just wait till turn nine to play it. Do you play it? Do you do like Light Lord turn eight, turn nine, Getaway Kodo plus Tyrion? Like, like you really the number of situations in which you are going to have a board that is completely empty except for the one thing you don't want to die is going to be rough in a game that is right now dominated by mid range. It has to be an entirely different, more control oriented meta that focuses on single target removal and you're not, you're basically not using your hero power once at any point 
for like the three or four turns leading up to when you want to play Getaway Kodo. So I have a hard time finding the place for it. Is is Get Down still a is Get Down still a thing? Get Down is still is a it? thing, and and the the, the way they okay, talk. Okay, cool. Secret they, Secret Paladin's back. We were dead. We've you you play Secret Paladin when Redemption pops on your on your whatever yeah, bodyguard. Get two the, one, I die for get all down the time except first. when this happens. They've already confirmed yeah, exactly. that get down will be the one that comes back to your hand. I don't want a one mana two one back to my hand. The terrible you're totally idea. Fine when, you're totally fine when it gets redemption. Yeah, but that's because I don't. That look, redemption is not a a high value card in the uh, other than the fact that it allows you to maintain a board state. Getaway Kodo doesn't allow you to get to continue a board state. Playing the one mana card next turn doesn't do. You you need to get value off of it, and assuring that you will is going to be, I think, difficult. But at the same time, I'm a guy who, when I started the last uh, expansion, uh, Wrath, uh, you know, the Old Gods, Whispers, Whispers of the Old yeah. Gods. That's the W I was looking for. I was about to say Wrath. I'm like, that's not right. Um, Whisper of the Old Gods. I was the guy playing Yasharaj Dragon Paladin. And I actually had a 50% win rate with that deck. Which hey, isn't to say totally I, re- I don't recommend it to anybody. It was horribly unfun when you lose. But when you got Yasharaj out and everything was going crazy, like Yasharaj you know, with a getaway Kodo up, that sounds like fun. That, <laughs> oh, that's a spicy... Yeah. We, spicy th- yeah, but I, overall, I think that... Uh, I think we're going to lean more towards the aggro path than we are going to towards the... Uh, definitely Kodo control side of things definitely but at the same time like ripping pepperoni's paladin you never at this, this is your this is your penance for secret paladin <laughs> yeah i the, eh, it really unless you know there, there is always the possibility right that we're completely underestimating this car you know these aggro cards and it actually works out really well and the board you know they can't run enough board clears but this expansion's running so many board clears it's hard for me to imagine the the paladin world in which getting away with pure aggro paladin, you're either going to win or lose with that deck by turn six. And yeah, I think I with, mean, the, like, with the way the meta is right now, I think you probably lose more often than you win. And that's yeah, like going to be a big problem. Priest you know, right now is like board web tribal, so you know, good luck. I, you talk about all this paladin aggro. I just want to put a giant shield in front of me and just stop all that from happening because chase you know you put in our, our show notes here yeah. taunt warrior hype and they're not giving up excites me a little bit they're not like, giving up that was it was totally meant yeah. as, as as a meme really because for whatever reason hearthstone the, the team five is looking at warrior and they're like look Right now, they can do aggro. They can go face warrior. They can go mid range with dragon warrior. They can go late game with control warrior, both Nizoth and Elise versions. Let's give them a fifth way to play the game. <laughs> keep, keep in mind that rogue, paladin, and priest have been struggling to have one good way to play the game. Let's give warrior a fifth. That's the idea. Oh. And, and you know what? To be fair, I'm okay with that as a general rule because. Warrior doesn't need buffs to the other four ways to play a game. They have four decks within the top two tiers on the Tempo Storm. It's insane. They don't need any help with that. I'm glad that most of the cards in this, uh, you know, for Warrior in this set are either on the weaker end of things or they're pushing a Taunt Warrior hybrid that we have not seen ever work because they're desperate for Bolster to be a card that people don't meme about anymore. But 
Here's the problem with that. And this is why my argument that like, okay, well, at least I get it. They're doing a cool thing, whatever, is then completely off rails because they printed Hobbit Grapplehammer. Yeah, that was... <laughs> and that's just a giant middle finger to yeah. everyone who hates Space Warrior. How dare you? Any warrior. Any warrior. Any, any warrior. Hobart Grapplehammer. Hey, you know that gore howl that's going to be sitting in your hand for a while? Yeah, let's just make that. Let's just make that. Better. Congratulations, you thought Ragnaros or Alexstrasza were safe. Guess again. That's not, that's gone now. That's, uh... Wait. Cause, cause... And, like... <laughs> okay, so, to rewind for a second... Sure. You're totally right. You are completely right. It must be nice to be, like, someone who only plays the four warrior decks that <laughs> yeah. exist. That you can just look at this list and be like, man, we don't gain anything, but we're not losing anything either. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine, and every single one of those decks is gonna play Grapple Hammer because you thought Fiery Winax was bad. Now, right? That's the one. I think it's a uh, Victoria Syndicate. They do the the advanced metrics on that. Correct me if I I said the name wrong in the in the comments. I don't really use their site very often, but they did do a great article about Fiery War Axe. And having that card in your opening hand has proven to be the most valuable card towards an over towards an end result of a win. In the game right now. If you start the game with Fiery War Axe, you win something like 58% of the time. Just straight yeah, talk up. About, talk about recouping nice. all the negative tempo that like playing a grimy goons deck will do to you. Yeah. Like, fi fi screw it. Fiery War Axe on two. You regain all the tempo that you're ever going to lose throughout the game. Like, who Ooh. cares? The card... Well, and it's never rotating! It's not rotating! This this it's is the so thing good. that's even worse because we forget this, right? King's Defender exists, which is a three mana three two that gets the extra durability with Taunt. No. So on the off chance, on the off chance that Taunt is actually a thing, now we're gonna have a three mana four three weapon. That's not good. We're giving even more early to mid range weapons for Warrior if Taunt Warrior actually works. And I'm not saying it will, but if you're gonna do that, Stolen Goods to. is <laughs> Stolen Goods is a pretty great way to do that. Like, we've got the Alley Armorsmith, right? A 2-7 that gains the armor for every amount of damage that it does. That's a really good card. 2-7 isn't the best stat line. But if it's a 5-10 that gives 5 armor every time anything attacks into it or it does damage to the opponent... Ooh, Just, and, and that's a two-card combo. That's that's not getting obscene with, like, a Don Honcho or any of these other buffs. It's literally just... Stolen yeah. goods gets you there. And and if you're really worried about it, like, look, man, I, I don't know. Maybe I won't draw it. Don't worry. I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy that can immediately help me find that taunt minion that I want. And there aren't that many bad taunt minions as long as you're playing with buffs. So you, you get to this point where it's like, look, I can pick the early, mid, late game taunt. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Public Defender is pretty trash, but let's not talk yeah, about that card anymore. No, we're not going to talk about that card. But I mean, even look at the worst case scenario, right? Let's say the best taunt you could possibly find is the 0-7... Uh, what's the, the new 0-7 taunt that they, uh, that they released? Public um, Defender. Oh, Public Defender. Okay. I, I thought it was... Yeah, okay. So you get, public, Defender, yeah. you get Public Defender, right? You give it plus okay. 3, plus 3... You have a two mana three ten taunt. On turn three. On turn three. A two mana three ten taunt on th turn three kills. This kills the zoo. This kills the aggro paladin. 
That is that's fair. That is atrocious. I would so I would so much I would so much rather have the Alley Armorsmith be a be a five ten. Sure. I don't know about you. I played a bunch of druid, like Cthulhu druid. Yeah. And sometimes you just win by innervating a the twin emperor Velkar. No, ancient of war. Ancient of war. Yeah, just, that like, also works. Sometimes just a five ten. Like a five ten or a five seven taunt yeah. on turn five just like, gets you there. Turn You're, five, and, dude, turn three, double interray. What are you doing? Do you even know how to druid? <laughs> Sometimes look, look, I turn I've had turn one Ragnaros get punished. That's fair. I I never overextend anymore. That's fair. I, I just I just want Taunt Warrior to be good, so every time I play it I can be like, now prepare for my big shield Gargana Yugi Moto voice. Yes. Now we, now we just need the equivalent of kunai with chain, and we'll be all good. We've activated my trap card. Speaking of trap card, Alex, your least favorite gang, Cabal. I, I never said that Cabal was my least favorite gang. Well, there are only three, so which is your least favorite? Um, hold on. No, actually, yeah. I, actually, no, Grimy Goons. Grimy Goons is my least favorite. Oh, good. I just think that as far as, like, gang fantasy mm -hmm. they're like the cabal is so boring you have the cabal chemist which is the only potion support you get okay. out of the entire thing grimy goons has just neutrals that buff <laughs> cards in your hand they have neutrals that synergize with the hand holding mechanic sure cabal cabal chemist and you can only play in three classes. Yeah, but guess what? Those three classes all now have access to a ton of extra either uh, mostly board clears or other really nice things. Like every card that's labeled a potion is really good. It's yeah, the potion the potions are great. So the so, only problem is uh, is slot competition for their mana costs. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the difference is if this was discover a potion, it would be a must include in pretty It'd much every deck. It would be, it would bro be broken. But, but here's the thing. You have to remember, though, that the reason that the Cabal exists right now is because they're going towards the, Re uh, the Reno style of deck if you play Hearthstone, Highlander if you're more oriented towards Magic the Gathering. Every single legendary in a Cabal deck has this whole, if your deck has no duplicates. So a Cabal Chemist, maybe it doesn't look as exciting on paper, but now this is your chance to get a second of that potion you can only run one copy of. Or it's a chance oh, really, to get a potion, potion that fill. Yeah, any potion is going to be valuable when you're only a, when you don't have the consistency that comes with being able to run duplicates. So if Reno Mage is a thing, if Reno Warlock is a thing, well, I mean Reno Lock is going to continue to be a thing. If Reno, re if Reno Priest, I doubt Reno Priest is going to be a thing. But at the very least, Reno Mage has already been a thing. Brian Kibler has been doing it. This is a huge support Damn you. for that. And and you. it had to be done. I watch Brian, Brian Dragon Master Kibler every day, so he's. I was I was gonna say that Brian Kibler's been playing Reno Mage, so he, he loves that's, it. That's a thing, and he loves priests because dragons. So yeah, well, why wouldn't he play that too? My my priest dragon, uh, my priest dragon excitement is gonna come out pretty soon. But uh, yeah, but you know we can't. That. We should get into. I mean, we have to mention Kazakus as the most fun card that has been made ever since. I don't know. What's I, I think this might be the new most fun card in Hearthstone. You get to make your own spell. You get to discover two parts to your own spell at whatever three. mana cost you choose. Three parts? Three. Well, it's th it's three parts. Part one is the mana cost. It's one five ten. Yes, and then it's two parts for the magnitude. spell. And then it's yeah, it's two parts for the spell. The only if you choose the one cost version, you can't get the the polymorph effect. That's only either one random minion or all the minions. Right. 
but and that's there, it five times. But there are a lot of you know board clear AOE stuff. There's a lot of yeah. play a whole <laughs> bunch of things. There's a whole like there are a lot of really valuable part you know parts of those spells, and they are significantly better than any spell you're going to run naturally at that mana cost. And to have yeah. that available for all three of these classes, like you would think, like oh. Reno, may, uh, Reno Priest is a little silly until you remember Shadow Form exists. And then suddenly you're like, wait a second. So I could run Kazakus and I can run uh, one of the healing potions we're going to get to later. And I could just go full Shadow Form. Like, I think we're going to see Reno versions of every single one of these Cabal decks. And the fun is going to be if there's enough value within each of these classes from top to bottom to get us there. And I think Priest is going to have the hardest time with that. I think Warlock has already done it, and I think Mage has a pretty natural, easy transition. So I yeah, think we're going to see a lot of that going forward. When, now, now that you say Shadow Farm, you actually have just reminded me. Brian Kibler already has a Shadow, uh, a Shadow Priest Reno. Yeah, I there see. we go. Thanks, I, thanks, I left thanks, that Brian one Kibler. For you. you literally gave us the Cabal on a silver platter. Are we positive you didn't show up to Team 5's headquarters and said, "Hey, just make this"? Like, trust me. <laughs> Like I, I, they probably I pr- called him. They probably called him. I mean, he literally was the designer for their uh, WoW trading card game before this one. Like he was significantly See? involved. So, so, so basically, what we're saying is Kazakis into Ink Master Solia is kind of gross. Yes, <laughs> I think that's safe oh to say. Oh my god, I, I never considered. I never considered. How that's oh kind of god. disgusting. That's right? the first thing I oh, thought I of. There's- if I have this an Master of... in my hand, I'm automatically going with the 10 cost, right? Like, Yeah. Well, yeah. Totally. I All, mean, every day. And, and then it, you just, like, murder them. And the thing is, though, you have to... I mean, the key is going to be in what order you draw things, right? Because you can't count... Because it's a Reno Highlander style, you can't yeah. count on having Ink Master Solia in your hand when you play Kazakas. Right. So you might build a five-mana spell just to be able to keep up with tempo, depending on what the matchup is. But if you can get greedy, there are some greedy options but, uh, you know, you look at something like Pyroblast. A free Pyroblast, that's in play. A free Flame Strike, that's in play. A free Blizzard is in play. Um, you know, there are a lot of things that you can, uh, you can look at uh, as these kind of big, super-powered options. But in all reality, you know, and, and this is something Brian Kibler brought up in his card review. We're just going to keep mentioning Kibler every five seconds for the rest of the, the I, review. I, I hope you guys it. are okay with that. But, uh... But, I mean, one of the things he brought up is that more likely you're going to be using it to play something like Polymorph, which is totally yeah. fine. Because what that allows you to Anything do is... Anything is fine. You, Anything any, is fine. All any, realities are possible. Any free a, a spell... A Arcane Missile isn't good. I mean, you're not, I playing, that, you're not playing that anyways. Yeah, you're not going to be playing Arcane... I mean, but, you know, for example, if, you know, if it stretches out loud enough, we now have greater Arcane Missiles, which I don't think is going to be any good. But if for whatever reason we get to the point where it's like, oh, well, you know, you get this off of a Kabbalist tome, for instance, which is totally going to be played. Or how about this? Ickmaster Solia into a free Kabbalist tome giving you the ice block you need to survive. That will be in a Trolden clip. I'm calling it right now. We will see that combination happening. 100%. Like any of these, any value, like Ickmaster Solia is guaranteed value. Even if it's not the super mega dream that everyone's imagining it to be, right. I'm still not sure we're going to be running Pyroblast and Reno Mage just because it's slower than you would want for the rest of your curve. But you're going to get value out of it. And any card that guarantees value when you already have Kazakus as, a, as a, you know, the big dream option, basically no matter what, 
that's going to be scary. And then add into that, you have Manic Soulcaster, which I think is a, a very underrated card. You can basically choose, like, oh, I played Kazakus, uh, but I got him a little bit late. Maybe I play him on turn seven. Oh, I know. Kazakus into Manic Soulcaster. I'll have another Kazakus later, and I have another chance to pull off the 10-mana dream, but I can still do the five-mana potion now. Or it, There's just so many, so many good things that you can do with the, the, uh, the Ink Master. Potions. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk potions. Oh, See, I, I need I need to like dominate the floor here. Yeah, take for it two, for two huge points. Yes. Um. First of all, yeah, potions, as you were saying, freezing potion. This card's so so good. Uh-huh. It does so much. I'm it's so happy. It's a zero mana enabler for ice lance. So now we don't need like if you're so inclined to do that, you don't need to like sit there on a frost blast, being like, oh, I need this, otherwise my ice. To, like maximize the ice lance value right. you just have like a zero mana way to like freeze your dude bam this cr- just is amazing with archmage antonitis if you're in a position where you need to like turn just turn seven your archmage antonitis freezing potion god forbid you have a coin ice lance or something you just lock down your opponent's board you have three fireballs in hands and odds are you're untapping with archmage to just wreck them the next turn freezing potion's amazing it's super flexible it's uh what do you cut for it like like i mean i don't know like, i don't know find freeze the space. Mage, great freeze mage is so refined in and how it needs to do damage and freezing potion doesn't do the damage right if you're if you're playing freeze mage you are going to be holding on to your frost bolts because you need that damage to kill your opponent. So you can't replace it with freezing potion just to get the ice lance procs because you've got to be able to 100 to 0 most of your opponents. Uh, or at the very least, you've got to be able to Alex Straza deal with whatever healing they do and then 100 to 0 them. So freezing potion doesn't fit there. Uh, it doesn't fit in a, a, a tempo mage because just freezing an enemy doesn't get rid of it when you're trying to fight for board control above everything else. I just don't see where it fits. I, I, it's one of those cards. I'm going to be really glad if I get it off of a Kabbalist Tome in a Reno or, uh, or whatever else. But it, like it, it feels like Silence to me. Like Silence, in theory, that's a zero mana card. Like silencing a minion. There are a lot of minions that you feel like you would totally want to silence. And for free, that's great. But it's a card in your deck. And how many times it takes, slot, yeah. it takes up a slot that you could be spending on Frost Nova or Blizzard or any of the other ways you stall people out in Freeze Mage. Or the damage that you need to do likely in a Reno Mage because you're probably already playing things like Frost uh, or, or like uh, Flame Lance in order to deal with big things or Forbidden Flame or whatever. I, I would love Blue to... Like, I mean, th- there is a dream scenario in which it works out wonderfully, but I just don't see that scenario being so common that freezing one opponent one time for one turn is going to be worth a card slot because that's what well here's how about this though it does give you two you know guaranteed two mana two card hard removal if you play shatter so we've got a shatter enabler now. I forgot about I forgot about shatter. <laughs> Didn't forget about shatter. That was so. Oh. So now if you get it from Kabbalah's tome, there's hope. Like there's value now. There's a chance yeah. for actual there you value. Go. There you go. So yeah, <laughs> the freezing potions death might come in the for, in the fact that just lists might be too tight. I like it. I feel that it enables so much stuff. Um, but I, ho- I hope I'm wrong. Potion, 
I hope I know. I'm wrong. What about the other there, two potions? Where are your thoughts on them? Potion of Polymorph, um, it gets handled in the same way that Mirror Entity gets hand, handled, but everyone's made that point. I yeah. don't really want to talk too much about Potion of Polymorph. It mm-hmm. is another potion. It's a, another Polymorph effect for Reno Mage, which is, again, another point that people have brought up. The card's been talked to death. Mm-hmm. Volcanic Potion, it's a strictly better arcane explosion yeah. for Reno Mage. Yeah. You you want to handle all the little zooey minions efficiently, or even some things that might have gotten like buffed randomly? Volcanic Potion kills everything. Uh, the last point that I want to make about Mage is Cabal Crystal Runner, and how I think that like Secret Tempo Mage is going to be a thing mm. because it might be six mana, but if you remember that uh, Kieran Tor Mage exists and is three mana, then all of a sudden you have just this perfect curve of like turn three, Kieran Tor Mage play like an effigy or mirror entity or whatever high impact secret you want, and then just turn four you have a five five. Yeah, and if and even and don't even forget then, Cabal Lackey also allows you to play a secret for free on turn just, one, which I don't know what mage secret you want to play on turn one. That's kind of a problem in and of itself. But I mean, it's I, in play. Ethereal, yeah. Well, that would be the dream. Uh, but Cabal Cabal Lackey is not a turn one. Is not a turn one play. Cabal Lackey into Ice Block into a turn two Mad Scientist in wild is going to you know completely destroy the hopes and dreams of a lot of people on the wild ladder i could see wild that getting insane because there already are you know mad scientist just makes priests uh make secrets so much more viable um yeah and that's uh, fair so so th- i think that's where it's going to find its home but uh but we'll certainly uh see if if, if somehow you know again we know they're going to need to fill it up so maybe there'll be more secrets than i think but we Alex, should move on to ba- basically. <sighs> yeah, let's let's move on. Let's move on to priest. Yeah, Alex, you you called paladin a, a class without an identity earlier. What about priest? What's priest's identity right now? Uh, Brian Kibler. Brian, can we, <laughs> Brian can, we can we please retcon Anduin to like not be the the like, the pinnacle of the Aryan dream and just make it Brian Kibler. <laughs> pretty pretty much. I, look, I I play a loon first of all, so I get to I get to be my my pay to pay to win Twitch Prime hype on that. But I first of all, it's not it's I'm, the 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 oh, lore Taranda, nerd the Taranda Whisperwind. Yeah, I know. I I Thank said you. a loon guide my. I just had the battle cry and uh, or the entrance, I should say, in my mind. Yes, Taranda. I I I will say this. I genuinely like we joke about Brian Kibler having some influence on on the Cabal. <laughs> I do not think that we get the cards we get in this expansion without people like Brian Kibler keeping Dragon Priest alive. Because that's essentially what this expansion is. They looked at it, they said Black Rock Mountain is about to go out. We could completely reinvent the priest theme, right? We didn't give them any real dragon support in uh, Whispers of the Old Gods. Not anything that was overwhelmingly meaningful in that regard. And so you look at what standard's going to look like, and they're like, we have to come up with some way to keep, you know, priests relevant. We really, you know, people are grasping on to this dragon priest role. So let's give them dragon fire potion, which is just absolutely bonkers. That is insane. That is as close to light bomb as we are going to get in standard for a very long time. 
because five damage kills and I just think in about some cases anything. it's yeah sorry go ahead yeah and so no I think it's like situationally better situationally worse than light bomb mm-hmm. because sometimes there's like a four five yeah like a four a four five like chill and yeti chill and yeti was played that was like true. and constructed far longer than it had any right to be. I still use it. And dre- and like light bomb. <laughs> At least use light mechanical Yeti that. now, Walter. Come on, get 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 yeah. with get like, with the times. <laughs> like sometimes, like once you get towards the top of the curve, minions that have more health than power become yeah. more prevalent, and light bomb wouldn't kill them. Dragonfire yeah. and potion might. Yeah, that's very true. And and don't forget, it only affects non dragons. So if you're playing dragon priest and it's not a mirror matchup, I mean. I, who knows? Dragon Rogue is apparently a thing on the ladder now. I played a few of them last night. I don't know who started that list. I, I hate them for doing it. It's not a fun deck to play against at all. But uh, unless you're going I've, up... I've actually gotten stopped by Dragon Rogue, too. Yeah, no, it's, it's it just popped up. So some, some streamer just did it. I don't know who it is. Let us know. Like, comment, subscribe. Let us know. Kibler! <laughs> it could be Kibler. I mean, he doesn't usually play Rogue, but it's all in play. But, I mean, look, you look at Raza the Unchained. That's your dream if you're a Shadow Form player. And because for the rest of the game, your hero power is free. It was Confessor Palatris too slow? Don't worry. You can activate her on turn 7 now. Was Kodo Rider too slow? Don't worry. You can activate it on turn 6 now. All these Inspire cards where you were like, man, Priest could get so much use Murlock out of this. Knight. They're free Murlock now. Knight. It's Yeah, well, Murloc Knight is Paladin. So I guess if you thought steal it from your opponent that's still playing a really care. outdated just, version like, of Paladin. <laughs> I just like Merlock Knight. I do too. Look, it's a fun card. I, you know, I don't think we're gonna see it again, it's but it's it's fun. Um, but I mean, Raza, So so now you've enabled this, you know, Raza the Chained, um, you know, to go crazy with your hero power with any, you know, the TGT stuff, which is going to be great because that does not rotate out at the end of the year, so that's going to be important. And then you look at Your heart. Yeah, and then you get a Draconoid Operative. And that's one of the best cards I've ever seen. That card is broken. This card is like, I am a dragon priest. I am so glad it's getting help. And even I'm looking at this like, why in the world are you giving me five, six for five and I get to discover a card in my opponent's deck? That's insane. That's bonkers. There's your that's Murloc Knight. There's your Murloc Knight. Sure. It's, yeah. it's bonkers I regardless. Mean, like, whatever you get, you get a discover, so you get three choices. You then get info on three cards your opponent's playing. That's super valuable. I mean, imagine it, like, Magic the Gathering, the ability to look at your opponent's deck is insanely powerful. We're giving three cards right here out of 30. That's a tenth of the deck you know right now, yeah. every time you do it. And, and honestly, like, decks are standardized enough that you see three cards. If you haven't figured it out yet, you know now. And you can figure out what decks they're playing and probably adjust accordingly. And you still... It's a 5-6 for 5 that draws a card of your choice. That's insane. How did they print I mean, this? I mean, I appreciate I mean, it, but how did they by print turn, this? By turn 5, by turn 5, you should probably already have your opponent placed. Or you somehow missed the aggro cue and are about to die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I, I, I mean, but, but either way, just I mean, information is always good. At the very least, it tells you what they don't have in their hand. You know, for example, if you're going up against, say, a warlock and it's zoo, and you, you know, you discover and you see that there are two soul fires to choose from. Well, you know, he hasn't drawn either of his soul fires yet. You can play accordingly. That's really what do you mean? good. That's- 
That's spooky. That's what that is. Yeah, right? Like, like, wait, <laughs> you're telling me he's not going to be casting any of these anytime soon? Damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I mean, and, and, and to go back to the, the Reno point from earlier, right? This whole idea that maybe Shadow Form works, like, Greater Healing Potion now exists. So now, we, you know, you can play the dragons and you don't have to worry about having to use flash heals to keep yourself alive while maintaining some sort of board state. You don't have to worry about, you know, if you have Rise of the Chain, you can keep using your healing while you're playing, you know, some sort it, it, It'll be interesting. I don't know if Dragon Priest, I don't think you can go to one ofs. I don't know if there are enough support for the dragons for that. I think you're going to see Dragon Priest and I think you're going to see a Reno Shadow Form Priest. And I think the fact that we can see two priests be very viable is way more than I was expecting after what priest has been for the last six months. So see, I'll now, take now, that. Now, now before, mm-hmm. I, take before I move on to Warlock, I do, have, I do have one comment about priests. Yeah, please. I am 100% positive. This is, a, this is an indisputable fact, much like Mexico is going to pay for the wall. Oh, indisputable. Indisputable. Bigly Fe- indisputable. Fe- featuring Shannon Sharp. In bigly, <laughs> bigly, bigly, bigly. Yeah, totally. To- I'm going to skip Bayless here. Yeah, skip Bayless. Go. I am 100% certain that the asshole that created Greater Healing Potion and Antique Healbot created them purely to screw me over when I have lethal in my hand is my tempo mage. I am 100% positive about that fact. That they created these cards just to go, hey, you know Walter Fetchak, he likes to play Hearthstone. He likes to play tempo mage. Guess what? These two cards are going to give him so much tilt. So much salt is going to pour out of his veins. We're going to be able to make the Black Sea larger and use the Pacific Ocean as the new Black Sea. Because I swear to God, this card is going to appear in Arena and it's going to appear in Constructed and Standard. And I'm going to lose games so many times because I'm ready to kill them and they're going to play this stupid shit. Uh, uh, Arena is going to be... Sorry, go ahead. Please. I need to start. I need to start streaming, so that way you can just see how salty I get. <laughs> oh yeah, guys. We play a lot. Like I, I'm in the process of uh, moving from where I am now to my own place, and as soon as I get there, I will start streaming some Hearthstone because my the amount of salt I bring on a regular basis. <laughs> but here's the thing, Walter. You don't need to be worried about Greater Healing Potion if you're playing. Uh, if you're playing Tempo Mage, because. If they're spending four mana to do a thing and you can't reclaim the board after that, like you're, you're probably losing his tempo mage anyway. But pint-sized potion into potion of madness is gonna wreck your shit. That's just how that's gonna go. Yeah. It's gonna be a two mana. Th- like they're gonna eliminate all your attacks so they can kill all your things. They're gonna take one of your minions and then kill it into the other thing, and you're just <laughs> gonna be really sad. And that's just how this is gonna go. And anything under a, anything under a pint-sized potion is not gonna be killing anything. Well, you pint-sized that, potion, like, pint, you, pint-sized potion, potion Emperor Thorazan into whatever big drop they have. Like there, there's some, in, there will be some there will be some great uh, trolled clips. I'm not sure how reliable it is. It's why I didn't include it on the slides. Are you sure? With Trollden, I'm sure it will happen. Right? Put okay. it on the list of, of randomness that will go down. I, I, I that's mean, that's we, fair. We got we got to move on. I just had to say. I just had to say. I think this card was meant just to kill me. It did very no. It actually it's it's meant to save you, Walter. <laughs> it, it heals you. It doesn't deal. It was the product of the devil. Actually, no. Up. Here's where you're gonna hate it. Akadai Soul Priest into two heal into two flash heals <gasps> into greater healing potion for twenty four damage from hand. 
plus Kill me. Plus, hero <laughs> power is free because of something that happened earlier in the game. Don, I hate free. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the dream yeah. right there. Warlock, crawl the unshackled. Uh, are demons back? Are, is demon lock back? Uh, demons never started. Well, okay. Did yeah. they start? Is, it, is, uh, this, is this the... <laughs> Reno, Reno demon tribal? You can try... <laughs> Let me know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what why, get... why play demons when you can just play Zulok, right? I mean... Or Reno-Lock, or literally any <laughs> other kind of demon tribal. Their saving grace, their saving grace is Cabal Trafficker. Looks like... Like, if you're going to look at a card to be like, okay, Cruelty and Shackles are payoff card, but what are we... Like, what really brings the archetype together? What? How do we get there? It's Cabal Trafficker. I mean, they're right. still missing some like cards to go in the middle. Because <laughs> like, what are you gonna start? Curve? Are we gonna start? Yeah, are we gonna start playing Wrathguard? <laughs> no, oh God, never. No. But Cabal Trafficker is like a great thing, aside from the fact that it's six six for six. Yeah, but I like, mean, look, that's I mean, that's fine stats. We've seen worse stats I, printed for a six for a six mana essentially. For demon draw, tribal, it's a for, six six for six. Let that sink in, please. Six six for six with a demon tribal and essentially draw a random card. Which has value. That random card random is random that demon. Matter. And and demon yeah, and demon supposedly has Demian. synergy. And and look, uh, you know you know, you look at Bloodfire Potion, right? Like that's that's the first time we're seeing something that's actually, you know, usable if it's not a demon, but extra valuable if it is a demon. Those are the kind that's of cards that we like to use. Yeah, that's also not a piece of shit. So that's <laughs> that's very helpful at the end of the day. Uh, is it enough? I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of like what four drop demon there is. Like you get Doomguard turn five if you want to, uh, uh, but that's not pain. ideal. Yeah, God, it gets rough. I mean, the, it's the four to five spot that gets rough because up until then, you know, flame imps are fine. Um, you know, you've got plenty of stuff you can do on a two drop where you could just draw cards if you're worried about it. You know, three drop, I mean, you have imp gang boss. Turn four and five are the. Crystal Weaver. Yeah, you get, I mean, you get a five. You get a five four for four, which is perfectly agreeable stat line. And any demons that you happen to have kicking around, like your three mana imp gang boss, which is nigh impossible to kill. Trust me, I've tried. Yeah, is now even bigger. Like it can trade into bigger things. But see, any random like you hit it into, you kill their their two drop or something. You have a one one imp. You Crystal sure. Weaver. And, and now you have like a like, three and a two two. Are we playing Demon Zoo in that point? Because if you're gonna get value out of that, you need to have board control. And meanwhile, if you want to use Cruel the Unshackled, you want demons in your hand. That's so, what all traffic was for, and the fact that like Abyssal of Force, like how, your top end demons, you're not gonna play. How many you, top like, end wanna... demons are there? Like what? Like your Abyssal dream? Enforcer, your, the other. Your your dream is you get two internal. Doom Guards off the top of your hand. Off the top of your off the top of your deck. Can we, can and, you please? I mean, that would be the idea, right? And then you you get your two free Doom Guards. You get some sort of whether it's the six six, maybe a Cabal Trafficker right away, um, or Cabal Trafficker is it actually a, a demon? Is it no? Yeah, but, Cabal Trafficker like but puts wh in whatever you get from you know the card or two you got from Cabal Trafficker, maybe some of the ones with really negative side effects like a Pit Lord. Like if you got you can sneak out a five six for nothing there, but it just it it feels like. Most of the demons are yeah. Well, Malganus and Wild. You want to be? Do, do you? 
Oh, and, wait, and, he rotated? Yeah, he's... But I want to be a turtle. I know, it's a problem. But here, you Go could play be... play warrior. You could be an unlicensed apothecary, which is the card that I'm actually most excited by because a 5-5 five, five for 3 in Zoo is really good. It's really good. That doesn't allow you to play more minions or that you actively kill yourself in doing so. It's, this yeah, card's like a... It, but that's this the card's whole... in This card's in the same camp as... Uh, you gotta be kidding me! What uh? It's the whole point of a of a zoo deck like that, though. I'm gonna do more damage to you than you can to me. If I'm getting five damage every turn with unlicensed apothecary, as a warlock, I don't mind taking five damage on the flip side to then flood whatever. And by the way, it's well, it's whenever you summon a minion. So forbidden ritual is completely fucking useless in this particular type of zoo. But if you're playing. You know, you play uh, Defender of Argus into this. Now you have a 6-6 six, six taunt. It costs you 5 health, but you've got a 6-6 six, six taunt. You do 6 damage to face for the 5 that you took, and they still have to clear your 6-6 six, six before they can do anything. There's, I, I think nah. that there will be a I place mean, for this. If giving it, giving it taunt, giving it taunt, sure. I, I also think it has a place. Uh, spot Ace the Trash Bin next to... <laughs> I still can't remember what it is. It's like the it's like the five mana, seven, six that all your other creature spells cost... All your other minions cost two oh, more. Oh, the Mercenary. Yeah. Yeah. The, him. Whatever. Uh, he, he's like... Yeah, he's, he's uh, Venture Co. Mercenary. Venture Co. Mercenary. Yeah. Him. But like, <laughs> he belongs either on the shelf next to Venture Co. Mercenary or... or in Reno Lock. Because Reno Lock's not playing a ton of minions. Yeah. Like, putting a five mana... Putting a three mana five five that's like, oh, I can't play other minions. Good thing I wasn't going to. Yeah, and then you that, just murder fair. everything that they play. Yeah, you start playing things like Hellfire, or you play things like Shadow Bolt. Like the we, I could see it finding a place in Reno probably a lot better than Zoo. That's a fair point. The question is whether Reno Lock is Reno Demon Lock, and that I'm still not convinced. Especially for nine mana, it would be different if you could hero power into Cruel. Um, can I? And also, can I just say? Like, and this says a lot about the design theory of Hearthstone, right? Uh, the priest legendary is chained up, but the warlock legendary gets to be unshackled. What's up with that, Blizzard? Why are we shackling Some... up the priests and not the warlocks? It seems like it should be the reverse of that. Warlocks tend it's... to do things that should put them in jail. The priest the is priest. using a, dynamic, uh, a demonic entity that's being shackled and siphoning off their power, while the warlock's like, no, be free, my demon. That's not how that works at all. I think it's a religious <laughs> metaphor. Is it a religious? I don't know. I, I, I would just—I would assume so, because priests are like servants of the light, and demons are like, meh. <laughs> what? God. That being said, though, like how how demons work with warlocks is that you overpower them and you try to control them. That's why Wolfred Fizzlebang is a hilarious card God, that, and character. That card. Just remember, exists. you face Draxus. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Trifling no, your arrogance will be your undoing. Dude, hold on, can we just, 30 seconds. Have you seen the new Inferno uh, uh, animation for Jaraxxus? No. They, they updated it now. Now it's like a giant fireball is hitting the field. It's wonderful. I, I it, mean, that's how that... The That's animation is now worth playing the card alone. Like, I don't care that it doesn't fit my deck. I want to play Jaraxxus for that animation because it actually feels like you're playing a 6 I, I want to play Jaraxxus for the meme. That's also fair. I want to play Jaraxxus for the meme. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what uh, won't wait. be played for the meme? Well, actually, I don't know. Can we meme Jade? Oh, God. Is Jade good? It, it memes, uh, Jade's already being memed. Everyone on, on, yeah. uh, on Reddit is freaking out because, God forbid... We have anything that deals with control decks. How dare we? 
It's supposed to be, you don't understand. Apparently the game's supposed to be mid-range beats control, or sorry, mid-range beats aggro, aggro beats control, control beats mid-range. You're never allowed to have any other type of deck the like a scaling jade golem whatever that's apparently I've, insane which really if there's one thing if there's one thing that i ever learned from playing fire emblem sword slayer is something that you never expect but always happens yes <laughs> the axe that counters swords it's, that's that's an amazing reference. It's it's that's a it's, fantastic reference. It's wonderful. And I look, I I love the idea of the Jade Golems. For people who haven't been following the release stuff, I don't know how you've gotten this far in the podcast, but you're here, so I'll explain it anyway. Sure. Uh, every Jade Golem that you summon summons another like it means that the next one is going to have better stats. So the first one's a one one, second one's a two two, third one's a three three, and it keeps going and going and going. Up to they have different card art for thirty thirty. As a Jade Golem. If you're summoning a 30-30 Jade Golem and you haven't won the game yet, I think you have bigger issues. Ugh. Or you're, you're playing, playing a really warrior. good Control Warrior. Yeah, exactly. Nice. No, not even really good. You're just playing like the average Control Warrior. It's like, like, man, this game's been going on for two hours. What's going on? I'm playing against a rank 13 Control Warrior. Oh, Yeah, that'll rip. do it. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you look at like what we see from the... You know, like, is Jade Spirit good? Um, no. And when it's first played, it's essentially a Razorfin Raptor in that it's a 2-3 and a 1-1, one, one, which sucks. But if Jade Golems are as powerful as people think, you're going to want to play every Jade card possible. This is a Jade card. I have an exception to that rule, but we'll get to it in a minute. That's entirely reasonable. Uh, Aya Blackpaw is the one that I think will almost certainly see a lot of play. And I, a 5-3 for 6 is not yeah. great. But you're getting two Jade Golems, so that's a guaranteed 3-3 three, three of value on top of that, no matter what. So now you're looking at an 8-6 six for 6, which is, is palatable. And don't forget that you will have been playing other Jade Golem cards up until that point. So you're likely getting a lot more value yeah. spread out over yeah. minions. So she's going to be played in any Jade Golem deck. Jade Spirit, Worthless. maybe. You would need to I have played at least two beforehand, but I'm, I I'm had... less convinced. Yeah, Aya's going to be in every single Jade Spirit or Jade Golem deck that's worth your opponent's salt. Yes. That's 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 basically how so, TLDR, that's that's where this is going. You you have on here, you know, Chase again, you did the show notes. So there's three classes that can possibly play this. Uh does Druid have the highest Jade Golem potential? Uh Yes. It absolutely yes. and <laughs> yes. it's and it's okay. fucking bonkers. Because Jade Idol exists. And I, a lot's been made of this card. Uh, there are people like Kibler who are lower on it. There are people like uh, Crip or whatever who are super high on it. Um, I come in the middle of this whole thing. Uh, I think the, the way that it wins is not the way that people think it wins. People are thinking like, oh man, they'll never lose a fatigue matchup because they could just keep shuffling three cards into their deck. But the number of games that go down to fatigue are really slim. And yeah. especially with the number of Reno decks we're going to have, you know, things like Elise, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more Golden Monkeys where we just have tons of Legendaries swarming the board. I don't think, like, towards the end of the game, you're not going to just want to flood, you're not going to want to play, you're not going to want to top deck a 1-1, one, one, a one-mana card, and then shuffle three more cards in and have that be your turn. It's a terrible late-game top deck. Yeah. But, you shuffle Depends a few the of them in. Depends it's, on the matchup. It's, 
But I think what it's better at is when you draw cards, you do something like a Nourish, for instance, and you draw three cards. If you've shuffled three Jade Idols already in your deck, Jade Golem, Jade Golem, Jade Golem, you just play three Jade Golems in a turn, essentially. That's a huge way to ramp. Or you That's play two yeah. and then shuffle three more copies into your deck, so you just keep ramping. And that's the thing that people realize. It's not going to be that you're constantly looking to get more and more Jade Idols to beat Fatigue. That'll almost never work just from the tempo you're going to lose. But you can totally summon two of them and keep cycling through so you can keep playing more and more of them. And, you know, God forbid, you know, you look at Kuhn the Forgotten King as the legendary here. Just gain 10 armor or just play all of the Jade Golems if you somehow have room in your hand. Um, Oof. I'm pretty sure that also works with the innervate, right? Like it, you innervate, innervate, coon, refresh, gain the mana. fourteen, gain fourteen, or, or you need to spend the four mana first. So it's like, I don't know, innervate, innervate, swipe, coon, fourteen mana. I don't think you can innervate. You can't go past ten. I don't think you can do that. Yeah, it doesn't have. So. If you innervate on full mana, nothing happens. If you, you if you wild growth sure you on full, 12. no, you do not. I can guarantee that. If you wild okay. growth on I'm, full mana, you get, you get excess mana, but you don't yeah. get it for innervate because Blizzard hates you. Specific, uh, any new whatever. player. Any new player. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's Turn just, six then. Turn six. Yeah. Innervate, innervate, coon. Ten mana ten, open. Yeah. And I on have turn six. Spend, yeah, seven, seven. Draw three more cards. Get a whole bunch of jade golems. And your opponent just surrenders on the spot. Like, that's where... This comes into play. And and don't forget, like, there are some things, like, I'm not as high on things like, you know, for example, Pilfered Power. I, I don't think it's necessarily going to be as good. I think it's, you know, you need to flood the board, which is the opposite of what you want to do. But at the same time, Lunar Visions might work. If we're really going to go all in on the Jade Idol, I want to draw two cards. I'm willing to draw a whole bunch of cards if I'm playing a Jade Idol deck that's going to summon more of these Jade Golems, and talking about before, right? We talk about like, oh, I wouldn't want to play a Jade Spirit for four mana. Would you play it for two mana? You'd absolutely yes. play it for two mana. And you could get okay, it for two mana go. if you get it from Lunar Visions. Or you could get, you know, any other minion that you draw. You know, you get a Jade Behemoth, for example. A 3-6 Taunt. Is that great for, you know, with a Jade Golem? Maybe not. But for four mana getting a 3-6... That, you know, then summons a Jade Golem. Suddenly, a lot of these things synergize well. So, I don't know that Lunar Visions is going to see play. But especially if we, if Jade Idol is, if Jade Golems are great, and we agree that Jade Idol is great, we're going to need to get to those Jade Idols as quickly as possible so we can summon as many Jade Golems as possible, which means card draw is going to be incredibly important. And there are a lot of ways to, to, to get cards now with this new deck. So... Chase, I, I remember you saying something about Vermin Sensei earlier. Fuck this card. Is, is <laughs> Fuck card, this card. Is that, is that the card? No. There's one card that's oh. worse, and we're getting to it. And the next, awesome. The, it, it is... Look, here's the thing about Druid, right? We can agree that Beast Druid doesn't work at this point. Every expansion, they're like, oh, well, you know, Menagerie Warden, you Menagerie Warden into a Shadow Third Tiger, Strangle Third Tiger, and you get all of this, you get, you know you know, 10, 10 stats for six and one of them stealth. And isn't that great? And I played it and the answer is no, it's not, it's not that great. <laughs> I don't know. Beast, um, Beast Druid was pretty messed up. It's not nearly as good as Mali Druid. Or, uh, it wasn't, consi or, it wasn't consistent, but like, or token that Druid. Was, like it's, that deck was, it's fine. That deck was pretty messed up. It's, it's, but it's so inconsistent. And the problem is if you're playing from behind against any sort of aggro, 
getting a, another Stranglethorn Tiger does nothing for you. You've already lost. Like, oh, and that's why the, the deck's not played. Yeah, but... and, and Vermin Sensei is the thing you're going to try to do to make it better? Oh, give a friendly no. beast plus two plus two. Okay, well, first of all, I'm getting a body. It's a four five. It's a Chillwind Yeti, which isn't played for one more mana. So then I'm getting a beast plus two plus two. Let me remind people that Menagerie Warden get, is a card that exists for five mana, is a four four, and gives beast, dragons, and a murloc plus two plus two. And it's not played! So you have a much higher ceiling for the card. And it's in a deck like, you know, again, we're talking about card draw. Azure Drake will be in all the Druid decks as it continues to be. And you still wouldn't play Vermin Sensei. I like a Menagerie Magician. And so why in the world would you ever play Vermin Sensei when it's a worse version of that? I... Ah, it makes my head explode. Arena. It's an arena print. Sure. Um, Fine. I, I, I won't talk too much about Druid since... I, I said a lot about Mage, and I guess that because of Vermin Sensei, like, you get to hate, you get to have an equal amount of hate towards Druid for my love of Mage. No, it's, look, it's but, not um, hate towards Druid. I, lo I Look, I love everything else they're doing. I love Ramp Druid's going to continue to be great. Mally Druid's going to continue to be great. This Jade Golem, I think, is going to be a, a good deck. I think that will be a very good deck. I yeah. don't think you need Beast Druid to be a good deck for Druids to be in a very good place. That's why I don't have this as the worst card of the set. I just think, like, I just don't see why it exists. Like, Celestial Dreamers are a great example of a card I don't think is very good, but I can totally see why it was printed. Yeah, you know? that's, that's but, totally an arena card. Yeah, that's an arena card. Vermin Sensei, I, getting the Beast Synergy that you want in arena isn't as reliable as you would want an arena card to be. And if you're playing a five mana four five in arena, you're probably losing that game. So I, I don't like that card at all, but it's not my least favorite card. We're about to talk about my least Alex, favorite card. Oh, one, one, one second, one second, one second. Lunar visions. It's a draw spell at five mana that competes with nourish rip. Yeah. Jade idol totally messed up one mana win all games against, control warrior that are inevitably going to go to fatigue because that's their main way of winning the game also i don't know like you go to zero cards in your deck and you're just like have a gadget sand auctioneer jade idol make three copies innervate draw a card and just go off with jade idols i don't know i, th I think the card's disgusting and it's a common so expect to it, see a lot of it it's, it's a rare jade idol actually but it's not really that's not going to change the fact that we're going to see it Okay, Literally the, the, list everywhere. I, the list I'm looking at shows it at common. Yeah, it's a rare. Okay. Yeah, it was it was originally uh, teased as a uh, rare, and then they uh, as a common, I mean, and then they realized it was a uh, <laughs> it was broken. It was a mistake. Uh, they just ah. printed it uh, from an earlier version of the card because they realized ah. that yeah, that was maybe <laughs> they knew they knew it was too messed up up in arena to be common. Yeah, yeah. that would have been a very bad thing for arena. Um, okay, let's let's hop on the segue. What's what's wrong with Rogue? A lot. <laughs> so much. Well, what's what, what what what's the biggest what's the biggest issue with Rogue? Uh, they the decided midstream gonna... that they were gonna push a stealth. That like they were gonna suddenly no. be like, hey, you know what, priest get we're gonna make priest dragon. We have no idea what to do with their class fantasy, but Rogues all in on the stealth. <laughs> Is this all in on stealth? I don't think they're all in on anything. I think they've changed their mind on Rogue literally every expansion for the last two years. Like first, they have like, like they have 
four cards. They have four cards in this in their class cards. They have four cards with stealth and one card that benefits stealth. They're trying to push stealth as the rogue mechanic. Yeah, but it's too late for that. There's no support from any set previous to this. You're not I didn't say you were wrong. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't... Like, the, what needed help, right? Like, pirate... You know, first it was pirate uh, rogue, right? They kept printing pirate rogue cards, and they still printed a pirate rogue card in this set. And for the record, it's not good. Because you need to already have a three-attack... Um, you know, three attack uh, weapon, and we don't really get those anymore because people don't focus on weapon buffs because they killed Blade Flurry, which is the only. Also, Rogue doesn't have a good weapon. Like that's what they needed. Yeah, they needed a good weapon. It's not, yeah, so they're not the weapon class either. I mean, I suppose so. Someone is out there saying like, "Oh, but what about uh? They got some. Did they not even? Did they not get any weapon?" I want to no, no. They, they got literally zero. They got weapons. literally zero no, weapons. That's embarrassing. Warrior, nobody but warrior got a weapon. Oh, piranha cannon. But oh, piranha yeah, piranha cannon. launcher for the for the hunter. But look, so so then I was like, okay, so you know what? Rogues burgle. Let's burgle things. That's great. And so Shaku the collector, I guess, is their attempt to continue that. But like, I've played burgle rogue, and the problem with burgle rogue is. Consistency. It's, it's consistency, <laughs> yeah. Because you're stealing random cards, and it's not even cards from your opponent's deck. It's just random cards from their class. So when you, you win, don't gain information. They're not good. They're generally not good cards. Yeah, I, there's a lot more bad cards for these classes. I mean, class cards tend to be better shatter. than neutral cards. But yeah, you get a shatter, and suddenly you're like, why do I play this stupid deck? Like, why? I mean, why do like, I do this to myself? And, and you get like things you like play, a, the uh, ethereal like, peddlers. Like, it just doesn't do enough. It doesn't it's like work. When you play, uh, it's like when you played. Like the the mind, the mind steal priest deck against the you know against like oil rogue and you take their tinker sharp sword and it's like great I know you're on oil rogue now I have this useless formatted spell in my hand for rip yeah actually no and not, for not the even record, that because you could combo it you could combo it and still give your creature a buff and we've gotten no card since then that has even come close to you know dealing with what the 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 hole that sharp sword left behind. Like that, like oil rogue existed and was a positive thing for the record. We mostly agree on that. You know, that was a fun card. It was a fun deck. You know, the face damage was a little bit insane, but it gave rogues like a really nice way of pumping themselves up so they could actually compete with the board or get that one massive hit on the face. And they have yet to print anything that even remotely comes close. And while Undercity Huckster, look, is a death rattle, you combo with Unearthed Raptor, like getting at opponent's cards, oh like, like that's fine, but you're, you're having to combo all these things. And for the record, wasn't Rogue a class that had a keyword called combo at one point? There's one card they, in this they, entire they, set. They still do. They still do. Yeah, Jade Shuriken, which is rubbish. It's a rubbish card and should feel bad. G Gadgets, Gadgets and Ferryman. That has combo in it. Oh God! And that card. Okay, that's the. Is second this the card? Did I just did I just trigger? Is this, this is the trigger. Warning? This is the second worst card in the set. The second worst card in the set. What's the worst? Shadow Rager. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding whoa, me? Whoa! 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 Hold on! 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 Back! 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 Back it up! Back off the Shadow Rager. He's better than any other sh any other rager we've seen so yeah, far. The, the class, the car group of cards that have become such memes in the Hearthstone community that I'm convinced that's the only reason that Team Five is still printing them. People complained about Magma Raid. Uh, and it's a class it card. Out. It's a class card. It's a freaking class card. It's like, look, they were so pissed off at people talking about power creep with Ice Rager that they released 
Agma, Agam Rage, Rager, which is Magma Rager backwards as a 1-5 just to screw with people. And now they're <laughs> like, eh, you know, who needs to help Rogue? It's not like they're in a crisis with their class and desperately need something other than Miracle, which you just can't count on from a consistency point of view. And everyone's played against so many times that they just know how to beat it on a regular basis. Fuck it, Shadow Rager. Let's just go. <laughs> keep keep memes alive, 2016. It has stealth. Right. And if it wasn't for Arcane Missiles, Flame Waker, literally any AoE of which there was a ton printed in this set, then, then it would be a, then it would be a, a, you know, deal five damage that can immediately be pinged off or dealt with by literally anything. It's so bad. It's so bad. And Gadgets and Ferryman, you can combo it with your Shadow Ranger. <laughs> so then you get a 2-3 for whatever. And it, it's one of those things where it's like, look, okay, I understand the idea of like bringing things back to my head. That has value. It's not like youthful brewmasters being run in rogue. It's not like the uh, ancient brewmasters being run in rogue. Like, yeah. wh- what Rip are you mill. wanting? Yeah, I mean, Shadow Step exists. Why do you need <laughs> gadgets and ferrymen? What does that do that the other cards don't? And you need to combo it. So it's not even like a 2-3, do the thing I want. I have to play another card to do the thing that isn't good enough to currently exist in the deck. And it doesn't even give a cost reduction, which would slightly justify it. Because I mean, fuck how, you if I you mean, play a rogue. I, ah, I'm done. Sorry. I mean, sounds like a rogue player. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Vent, vent, man. Preach, preach. Because the priests are too busy Counter- losing their minds Counter- to the old god. Counterfeit coin is the best card in this set. I want you to think about that. If you're a rogue player, the best card in this entire fucking set is a coin that you can put in your deck on purpose. That is the best yep. card because it's a miracle enabler and it allows you to combo out something on turn two or turn three with reliability. And the, and the rogue is the only class that does better with the coin than without it. So now you can actually just have a coin alongside the other coin you'll get half of the time. That is the most exciting thing in the deck. And when the most exciting thing in a release for an entire class, a class that, by the way, does not have a deck that has ever escaped tier three since Whisper of the Old Gods came out, you fucked up. You just that's that's <laughs> fucked up. It's and, and I love I love at the beginning of the Shadow Ranger comment. He went frickin' and then he just devolved into just f bobs every other. Way. I, I held Which out is as long weird as I because could. among my friends, I'm always memed as the salty one. I Look, I love you it. are to, you are to, you are totally right. Like it, they tried so many times to be like. Like, let's find a way to give Rogue the coin without actually giving them the coin. Right. We have Cut Purse. We have the the one from uh, League of Explorers with Death Rattle. Get get a coin. Screw it. Just have the, the coin. coin. <laughs> enough of the jumps. Enough of the hoops. We can't make it good enough. Just have the coin. Have your reliable way to enable combo without needing to backstab your own minions. You like we get it. It's, rogues in a rogues in a bad spot. They get they do in fact get to be priest, a car a class devoid of basically anything good or any identity being dragged in a million different directions. Yeah, it well, happens. This is bl- this is Blizzard balance. Unfortunately, unfortunately, this is bl- like rogue is just the next rogue and. Paladin is on the downswing. There will oh. always be a weakest class. Team five, when asked a month ago, or actually before Karazhan about the state of priest, that was their quote. There will always be a weakest class. 
Now, it doesn't have to uh, be this big of a gap, guys. It really doesn't. (laughs) Like, I promise you. Ben, Ben, bro, can we please get, like, as masterfully crafted a YouTube video about all of Rogue that we did about Purify? Please? I'd I'd like to see that. I want to hear why you printed Shadow Rager. I, I, this is an open invitation. Ben Broad, if you're listening We ran to this, out of ideas. I will, we ran I, out of ideas. You are welcome to the pod, Ben Broad. And, or send anyone you want. Send Ixar. Send any, anyone you want from the Hearthstone team. And tell me why you printed Shadow Rager other than there were a lot of drugs and alcohol involved. If I, like that I would get. That I would understand. But outside of that, I would love to hear a reason because that's – there's no way that they looked at this and they said to themselves, you know how we're going to fix Rogue? I got it. I got it. I got it so hard. We're going to have Shadow Rager into Shadow Sensei. So on seven mana, they get a 7-3 and a 4-4 that does nothing to affect the current board state. There's no way. There's no way that was your plan. And if that is your plan, who were you playtesting against? What deck allowed Bots. you to get away with that combo and say, "Ooh, this could be this could be you trouble right here"? You know what deck it was? Bots. It was a rogue deck. <laughs> it was another rogue deck. <laughs> it was another rogue deck. It was another rogue deck. Perfect. Look, and to be perfectly honest, even if it's just like shrugged shoulders, we don't know what to do with rogue right now. That honestly, at this point, that's perfectly acceptable. Fine. If you really needed to print Shadow Rager as a rogue class card as some sort of like odd balancing point or even just we needed a body to shove in here and shadow rager fit yeah air I, quotes i just or like look or like at like... the league or like the league of legends thing where it's just like we have no idea what to do with this thing so we're just gonna <laughs> ev- we're gonna we're gonna counterfeit coin eviscerate it you meme know... I just can't so wait. That way, so that way nobody plays this class when we figure out what the heck we're doing. We Olaf them. Do you That's think, uh, we Olaf Evelyn poppied them. Do, do we just, uh, do we get one of these for every class now? Like at one point, are we going to have like a, a, a magical it. rager where it's a 5-1 with plus one spell arcane. power? Spell power? Yeah, arcane, arcane ragers. Or, uh, or a, uh, already did ice a, a, a holy rager where you draw a card every time you heal, but it's a 5-1 so you can never rager. heal it. That's what it should be called. Righteous Rager. That's... Should have a guitar and, like... We need to move on. I can't do do this anymore. (laughs) I... I, Look, I... I, I'll say this. This is my last point. Just just pray at the altar of sap and remember it's going to be okay. (laughs) Just just remember that when, over a year ago, Team 5 nerfed Blade Flurry to 4 mana and to target only minions. They did it because, and I quote, we want to open up opportunities for Rogue to be more of a weapon class, and this kind of damage prevented us from doing so. They didn't even get a weapon this time, and the only thing I can come I can think of that was a weapon that's been printed since then was that fork thing that they dared to pass can off I, as a card. Can I just say that, like... The fork this- was pretty cool, though. Is the it? Fork was a nice, the fork was a, a nice three shot. mana three two weapon as a death rattle and a three mana three two. If minion? it was, if it was a two two weapon that equipped automatically, sure. Would, that see, that okay. would be like a better. That would be a slightly better armor. Smith. I I have to say that rogue, the rogue set here disappoints me because the mythos and the lore that they're creating in Mean Streets of Gadgetsand like fits. 
perfectly. How did that happen? Shank. Shank. Like, Wait, why isn't there a card called Shank? Yeah! <laughs> you literally could have made, like, a Shank. Like, you could have made a better dagger and I'm just not... been like, here you go, it's maybe, Shank. Maybe, uh, maybe, they didn't think, maybe they didn't think that would be, like, like, 1920s gangsy enough. They're like, no, no, that's just that's just rogues being rogues. Of course a rogue's gonna shank you. Yeah, look, I, or, we already had, like, rogues that's do all it, they so do. we can't do that. But, like, I'm not, I'm not asking for a uh, drop-the-soap card. I'm just asking for something <laughs> that feels thematic with what should be a criminal class. And a you can change your, your weapon card. It's Jade Shuriken. We could have gotten, so yeah. gotten so much pirate tribal here. Oh, my God. Because, Jay- pir- because pirates were the gangsters... Of the seven seas, and yeah. we have, and like, sure, it's not like the nineteen twenties y theme that you're trying to fit with Mean Streets of Gadget Sand, but it totally fits within the Warcraft lore. If you oh want gosh. gangsters of, Jane if you want that, fits we in. made Red Rose Landlord. Like it just like, <laughs> and everything, all possibilities. Yeah. Like the jade total, the jade aspect totally would fit in with like a Chinese. I'm oh. thinking it's the Caribbean style but like that totally fits in with that kind of like chinese piratry and this is what i remind you guys just in case you were holding out hope that jade rogue might be a thing they only have two cards that activate jade golem effects in rogue which is one fewer than each of the other classes right and and one of them is jade shuriken which only does it if you combo it yeah so it's conditionally two cards in the class that even allow you to do the thing that might be a saving grace as another identity. How did you not have come up with a third jade card for rogue? What were you doing in playtesting that said, no, 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 ra- rogues can't do the jade deck. Shadow Ranger. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Oh, oh but don't worry, I though. mean, there's unearth, a... Like, Unearth Raptor technically gets there. You get Turn Lotus to... Assassin, which is a worse version of, uh, of, of uh, Stranglethorn Tiger. They got that going for us. I mean, we need to move on. We need to we move, need on. move on. Yeah. Okay. Class we're coming up to. Uh, so we're moving to the best class now, right? Shaman? Is Shaman the best class? I mean, Shaman hasn't lost anything, so. Yes. I, I don't think that we've gotten any. I don't think that we've gotten anything, like, super good that, like, hard answers the problems of Shaman. I mean, do you. Poly- the dream would be Polymorph Potion, and then there's, so- like, just. The repeated Doomhammer blows to the head and being the most broken class for a long time yeah. just makes them play their 4-mana 7-7 seven, seven into that, and they're like, oh, huh. Yeah, I mean, mid-range <laughs> that already. Happen. At this point, like, I don't even think I, my version of mid-range runs Doomhammer. Like, that's how yeah, I mean, fine that Doom, deck has become. Doomhammer's not played anymore, but, like... It, it's such a... Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough, uh, you know, because they can always just Feral Spirits, and then it's like, oh, well, then I guess that didn't do anything. Um, I, I mean, look, I, I like the fact that in this set, Midrange Shaman didn't get any new weapons. There's nothing in here that I saw that I would say, oh, Midrange Shaman is totally playing this thing. Maybe White Eyes, because I just think White Eyes is a really good card. Though if you're playing zero mana five five taunts, I don't know if a five mana five five taunt is going to be considered too slow for what they're trying to do. But yeah, what's the zero mana five five taunt? Uh, thing from below. Oh, duh. <laughs> Got get memed, bro. Get, get memed. <laughs> Shit. But uh, but I mean honestly, like I, you know, that might be it. But everything else they printed, like they're not. They're they're more control oriented, which is great because with Halazil the Ascended, I would love to see some control shaman. I would love to see, you know, healing wave be a viable thing. I would love to see 
you know, white eyes, the whole idea of, you know, a 5-5 with taunt giving you a 10-10, a 5-mana 10-10 with taunt into your deck is a really interesting idea as far as holding off, uh, you know, as, as a control idea goes. I love Devolve just from... That's a, an amazing a theming. card. I, oh, you know what? Devolve so is going sick. to be a card. It, it's either going to be useless or not as good as people think. And people are going to be like, oh, man, we got so hyped for nothing. Or it's going to be Yogg-Saron levels of Broken and everyone's going to hate it. I think that I think that's... Someone, someone's not going to play Devolve. But you're going to hit Devolve off of a Yogg and you're going to be like, yeah, money. Yeah. And, it's, and, not, it's not a card that... It's not a card that you ever want in your deck, but like if it pops up randomly through like Yogg or discover. some other, yeah. yeah, like Discover, you're probably not gonna. Speaking of Discover, dude, Finder's Keepers, you might not be playing oh, Doomhammer man. in your deck, but with Finder's Keeper, you're playing Doomhammer in your deck. <laughs> that is like, very there's fair. A, there's a lot. There's a lot of really good overload cards, and Finder's Keeper, Finder's Keepers is gonna hit all of them. Yeah. Four mana seven seven. Nailed it. Totem Golem, that's still around for a while. Nailed it. Doomhammer, nailed it. Bolt, nailed it. Lava Burst, nailed it. Yeah. J-Claws, sure, why not? Feral Spirits, nailed yeah, it. J-Claws, sure, why not? Yeah. It's uh, it's really Ginyu Water be... Speaker, pass. <laughs> I mean, look, I like Ginyu Water Speaker in a control deck. I mean, healing six health. Yeah, if, you have, if you have the 10-10 taunt, you get to heal six health on that. You get to restore six health to yourself, potentially. I mean, I definitely think there's room for it, just but it's it's got to be a control. Yeah. Same thing with Jade Chieftain, you know, where yeah. you get the, you know, yeah. if you summon totally. a Jade Golem, give it taunt. Um, you, it needs to be a good enough one. And, you know, this is the weapon we forgot, the, the Jade Claws, which I don't know if they're good enough. But again, that's something you can get off of Finders Keepers. Jade Lightning seems to do, you know, that's just hard removal. You um, play the Jade, you play the Jade Claws in the Jade deck because the Jade deck is slow. Yeah. Like the Jade Shaman is slow. I, I Jade Shaman's slow. Yeah. And Jade Claws is how you keep control of the enemy of the opponent's early drops. Like you play if you're on the play, or hell, even on the draw, you have the coin. You coin this out on two, and you just like kill their one drop, kill their two drop. That's good enough. And yeah. you have a one one of your own, so it's not like it's not like the overload one kills you. It hurts, especially early, but yeah. You don't want to play this late. Yeah. So you you get your first you get your first Jade Golem and then you Jade Lightning them on four, and like you've killed their you've killed something spooky with Jade Lightning. Now you have a two two minion. Yeah. Which like again still isn't great on four, but whatever. We're getting there. You have like maybe another Jade Lightning on five yeah. or something. You play White Eyes to stall. You get the Storm Guardian stall. Storm Guardian scale. Uh, you know. Stalls harder. You get your uh, Aya Black Paw, and, and suddenly you're, you're just the Jade Golem start going off. And you can, yeah, and, and by the, the way, there are the several. Yeah, I mean, and you can discover Finders Keepers. You can discover the Jade Claws, so you can keep getting more Jade Claws and keep getting more Jade Golems. And that's 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 I think a stretch to rely on Finders Keepers to get you Jade Claws to keep Finders Keepers into Finders going. Keepers into Finders Keepers, so your Tunnel Traw gets super buffed, and you Fuck. just. <laughs> I would yeah, be, let's it's, let's talk. It's, it's Raven Idol all over again in the sense of like how, just Dude, repeating itself. Craft, craft your Fandral now. Get that Jade Idol. Get that Jade Idol value. Oh my murder god! People. Uh, speaking of value though, turn seven call call in the finishers. Oh my god! I just realized Jade Idol. I did not think about that synergy. 
Oh, what? that's broken as all hell. Yeah. I, oh, oh no. Yeah, go go back to go back to your late game top deck mode now. Oh no. Oh god. Oh yes. What part of this card is messed up? Didn't you understand? I mean, you've got to save Fandral for longer than you usually do, but holy crap! By the way, we're back on Druid. <laughs> uh, call the call the finishers into anything can happen. No, not anything can happen. Uh, every fin is awesome. I don't yeah. know seven mana. You have four three threes. I actually I like it more as a as a tech to stop Murloc Paladin. How funny would that be? But yeah, I mean, I I don't think we're gonna see. I don't. Th I mean, what, what do you mean? What do you mean it's tech to stop? What do you mean it's tech to stop? Because if you off. get four one ones, then they bring those back instead of their blue gills and their war leaders, and then suddenly well, they don't have the damage. It's any Murloc that dies. That's oh. there was a great clip of it yesterday where Crip uh, used the discover to get he somehow got the Vilefin Inquisitor, the one that turns your battle cry into one one Murlocs. And mm -hmm. so when the Anything Paladin played uh played the uh anything uh, anything uh, he, just got happen, a bunch of the, he got a whole like bunch of the one ones and immediately surrendered. It was amazing. <laughs> Because that's how they wonderful. win. That's how they win. That's another. That's another deck where, like, if you can somehow not get completely shit on by the anything can happen thing, yeah. like just looping Jade idols and be like, okay, sure, here's a one one. Okay, now here's a two two. Okay, I got to make more. Oh, here's a three three four four five five six six seven seven. Yeah. Like, I think I think that Grinder Druid is gonna be a thing where you're just like. I'm going to one-for-one one you this entire game, like, get a huge swipe, and yeah. that's where, like, I find the space to fit in this stupid loop of just, like, I have no cards that matter, you have no cards that matter, none of us have any cards in our deck, except I continue to have cards in my deck, so you're just going to... First of all, you're just going to fatigue out eventually, and then, to speed it up, here, have a 1-1, one, one, a 2-2, two, two, a 3-3, three, three, a 4-4, four, four, a 5-5, five, five, a 6-6, six, six, a 7-7, seven, seven. die! Yeah, that's, I mean... It's in play. And that, I think it tells you everything we have to say about Shaman, that we're already moved back to Druid. It's, they got, they got, they, they didn't get anything that they didn't need. Yeah, they, they didn't get anything yeah. that would make it more oppressive. When things rotate out, mid-range Shaman will no longer be as huge of a deal. Whether Jade Control Shaman becomes better than mid-range Shaman, I doubt it. But I think we will now at least have an alternative, yeah. and I think it, it will create a... and it distracts people from playing from playing mid range shaman. That's yeah. that's what we need to do. Distract I think, the I think shaman, control shaman can totally have some fun. I think control shaman could absolutely decimate mid range shaman if you look at that shaman matchup. Because you just like, you let the thing from below and everything go down, and then devolve everything. Like you could, there, there is a control shaman that completely no, but the, no, but the thing is though, is that thing from below is still treated as like a six drop or whatever. Yeah. Like the, so fact the average, yeah. the average five drop is worse than a five man than a five five with taunt. Fair. That, I'm, I'm trying to think of like every single five. If you're drop a, if you're a controlled, uh, yeah, I mean that's so, someone will do the numbers and we'll see what happens. Is people, you know, they only do the numbers on these things once people actually see the card see play. So we're certainly going to see a lot, but we have some neutral cards to get to before we wrap up what has been a much longer My segment than favorite usually attended. My favorite name in the entire set, Patches the Pirate. <laughs> I love that. Hey, remember how we said that Rogue needed Pirate to be pushed? Ooh! <laughs> like, Patches the Pirate, like, Patches the Pirate at first blush, you're like, oh my god, you get a 1-1, one -one, like, you get this minion out of your deck, you play it for free, it has charge, that's so good, and then you realize it's a Stone Tusk bore. <laughs> yeah. You little, it's that, a, push it, that, push it, that pushes a very poorly pushed center, like, strat. Here, like, here, here's what it thing, is. The thing from 
remember is that it's a 1-1 one, one buff on a secondary body that you right. can use to kill their one drop. It's very true. Also, <laughs> in top two brawl, it's going to be broken as all hell. With what? With anything. You get seven one ones on turn one. And then you're, and your opponent's playing Maelstrom Portal, and you're just like, oh. Who plays <laughs> Maelstrom Portal in, best in top two brawl? What is the I don't other know. I will now running? since you said that. Well, yeah, okay. if, I, if, I'm, if I'm running, if I'm running into mass patches, I, fuck, I will. That's fair. I yeah. I mean, look, I, I I think that it's a card. It's a fun idea. I love the art. I love the concept yeah, of it. It's, it's a great. It's a great card. I'm happy he exists. Yeah. Anything that thins your deck is fun. I just there there aren't enough pirates. I mean, I guess the argument is like, oh, but a proc ships cannon, and then you get the extra, the, just oh get all God. of the damage. Yeah, it's like, okay, oh, sure. Wow, but now you I need totally your ships cannon. Yeah. I got blind by how bad the card is. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, all, it makes this other like, really bad card okay. It's, like, no, I got, I've got it's, so, I got so in on Jade Idol and Freezing Potion that I completely forgot about patches. Oh my, I'm, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think we'll survive somehow. I'm more excited, uh... <laughs> Auction Master Beardo, I think, will be fun. That's a genuinely uh, interesting card to me. Um, did, say hello to Raza, the chain's new best friend. Right? That's a free. That's a free hero power every time, and you get to cast it after every single spell that you cast. So either, so either you played this. So either you have this going after Jessica True Heart's been played, and you're just immortal mm-hmm. until Beardo is dealt with. Right. Or you play this Shadow Priest, and you just kill people. I was going to say, there's a version of this in which Warrior plays it and oh. plays Maiden of the Lake after Justicar Trueheart and has one mana get four armor over and over and over Who again cares? as they'll, they use they'll small pay, spells. They're control the Warrior. They will pay four mana for four armor. That's true. Yeah. This they will, will be, uh... do it with a smile. Yeah. This is gonna be uh, this is gonna be interesting. I, this, Sergeant, Sally. kill me now. Yeah. Sergeant Sally, I you couldn't you couldn't kill me before. Try doing so now. S- you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna play this guy. I'm gonna shield slam. I'm gonna armor up, shield slam your dude, and armor up again just to BM you. Yeah, that's that's about right. I love how Walter's trying desperately to move on to Sergeant Sally, and then we're like, no, no, no. Because I think this, this is a terrible, terrible, terrible card. <laughs> No, uh, did you great. forget the grimy goons exist? Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, look, get, even, get the... even as <laughs> I, even I get, as I get, I get like the hand holding aspect of it really like is decent with her, but like okay, so you play Don Honcho and then I you play know. Sergeant Halley. Explosion tied to a body. Yeah, a, a one. Uh, the worst case scenario, three like, mana I... for a two mana spell and a one one is it's totally fair. reasonable. And any buff that you get, and she becomes crazy dangerous, especially because it's only enemy minions. So That's you, fair. you get That's a buff on Don, Don Hancho, right? And you get and now it's a six six. Oh. So it, so it's a three mana seven. You get a three mana six six. Deal six damage to all enemy minions when it dies. That's a so much better Chilma. And it's oh, wait, it's, it's on death rattle. I thought it was battle cry. It's death, yeah, no, it's death rattle. It's on, yeah, it's stuff. So, so that which makes it a little bit. I mean, that's why you have a lot of like. There's the uh, there's a card that we're going to talk about in a little bit that. Uh, Silences death rattle cards, which I think is going to uh, not to become be a thing. I, I look, silence is valuable, man, especially in a in a in a meta like this. I think that it's very <laughs> possible. Sometimes that... I think sometimes I think that they forget that silence. Like they like to meme that silence is the priest thing because it's the priest spell. 
both in Hearthstone and, and then they make something like Iron Beak Owl, right? Get, like, yeah. No, 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 no. Not even that. They like then they meme like then they have like a brain aneurysm and like make a meme, and then priests have to deal with Cabal Song Stealer being one of their class cards. Yeah. But it's, I but I digress because I don't want to derail yeah. us too much. So, like so, we do need to we do yeah. need to move we, on. But we agree that Sergeant that. Sally is going to be good. Um, okay. Ra- yeah, Rathion has play, been play interesting. More. I have I have mixed uh, feelings speaking on of him. troll speaking of trolled in videos, like <laughs> like Kriparian already treated, tweeted this, but like there is going to be a highlight video of somebody just milling half their deck, like of a of a dragon priest yeah. or dragon paladin in my case because I don't like dragon priest. But Dragon Pal, oh, give me that five five with a discount. That's, that's anyways. Fair. I, again, I digress. But somebody's gonna mill half their deck because they just like hit, you know. Oh my god! With somebody's gonna have Chromagus out. They're gonna play this, and they're gonna get like twi- like two Twilight Whelps, like two Ozer Drakes, and then they're just gonna mill like Ysera, um, what's Netherian. his name? Netherian, Deathwing, and De- Deathwing Dragon Lord, and. It's just gonna be an auto concede. This is really, I don't care. I could, you could literally be. I could be BMing you, and I'm just gonna concede. I I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. I mean, it's one of those things, right? It's a four five with taunt. So that would you know stat wise, it's like four and a half mana value there. So if you're drawing fewer than two cards, you're probably not getting the value that you want. But if you're drawing more than two cards. You're very much in danger of milling yourself, especially because dragon decks tend to be slower. So it's it's a very precarious balance for Rathion to be valuable. And and maybe Rathion's this... a very precarious guy. Yeah. Like one second he's on the Horde side, <laughs> one second he's on the Alliance's side, next thing he's causing Warlords of Draenor to happen, which for for which he should be arrested as a war criminal. <laughs> yeah, that seems fair. I don't know a um, lot, but that sounds right, so I'll agree with you. <laughs> He made the entire ex- ex- the entire expansion of Warlords of Draenor happen. He needs to die every single time. I don't care if he's bad. <laughs> so, like literally, my opponents will play him, and I will kill him immediately <laughs> just for making Wad happen. Fair enough. So you're you're talking about the 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 minion that silences Death Rattle minions and and Deathius. That, that's the lead. one I uh, that's the one I was thinking is going to see more play than people think. It's a five seven for six. Yeah, well, look, it it fits in the Toshley rule, right? Toshley went back in the GVG days. It was a five seven for six with Battle Cry and Death Rattle to get a spare part. So if Toshley was good I, enough I to see Black play, Paw. yes, because because think about what the spare parts did. Yeah, but silence, what they ena- what they enabled, what they allowed. But silence, silence right now is minion. so like think about the cards that have silence, right? Uh, Iron Beak Owl, three mana, mm-hmm. two one. That's terrible Rip. stats. Rip. You you look at a uh, you know Spellbreaker, four mana, four three. We're getting there, but it's still subpar. Silence is valued very highly. Defias Silence Cleaner is a six mana five seven. That's the first time that we haven't seen. We've at least seen an average you know health plus. But it's only for death uh, attack. But it's, it's only, only on death rattle. But the things that you're most afraid of, si- you know, that you want to silence, out. death rattles are the scariest ones. That's silencing a Tyrion. That's silencing the Sergeant Salus. That's silencing Sylvanas. That's silencing. I on mean, curve. On curve. On they curve. play Sylvanas. You play Defias Cleaner. Actually, I mean, ideally, if you if the enemy plays Sylvanas, you're playing Bomb Squad onto an empty board. That's the dream right there. I, I put that on totally for the meme because I want to pull that combo yeah. off so badly. Thanks, Noxious. Bomb Squad. Thanks, Noxious. Deal five damage to an enemy minion is very valuable. That's always going to have value. Yep. Um, 
five mana two two. I mean, the body's not great, but you get a body with it, so that's something. You're always yeah. in, you know you don't, you don't want it to have a body because, like like Nox just said in his review of the card, like this is literally. This is, first of all, it's tech against Sylvanas. Yes. Obviously, you live the dream or some kind of dream where you bomb squad Sylvanas, regardless of whether or not it's an on, on an empty board or one in seven chance. Sylvanas right. takes the bomb squad, you kill the bomb squad, and then you've two for one them for five mana. And, and plus done five whatever. damage, so, yeah. Yeah, and you've two for one them. Yeah. Like, that's great. The other thing that he theorized, I mean, also, like, Somebody mind visions you, and then they get a bomb squad, and they're like, "Oh, I guess I kill I kill your thing, but then I take five damage." Yeah, mm. and then I don't I, know. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're priest, so I guess it's worth. But anyways, the other thing that he theorized was that there's going to be more, not mind control effects, but actually there's going to be a donate effect. Mm. Here, take my minion. I do not require this thing. Have my bomb squad. By the way, she blows up. Might want to watch for that. I, I like Shut the up. idea of the uh, – th there's the card – I forget what the name is off the top of my head. It's the one that brings out a, uh, a minion from the opponent's hand. Dirty Rat. Yeah, Dirty, Dirty Rat, Rat is Yanked the hard counter to Bomb Squad. That's the, that's the Dirty Rat dream. I didn't talk about it because I think it's a worse Death Lord. And it I is. think it that's, has, that's a, it has the it potential is. to go really badly really quickly. But – Malagos, imagine seeing you here. Yeah, that would be bad. Um, but if you get rid of a battle cry, then suddenly that looks really good. Um, like the Defias Cleaner. Yeah, like the Defias Cleaner. Like uh, Doppelgangster, which is the other one I want to talk about. Because like, uh, Doppelgangster. Don, Don Honcho Dream. Yeah, th that's going in every Grimy Goons deck. That and I, I think uh, I think uh, Sergeant Sally are going to go in every Grimy Goons deck. Because, and if you're a hunter, Rat Pack. Yeah, and if you're a hunter, Rat Pack. And screw it, because neither of them are beasts. And then, of course, Mistress of Mixtures is going to probably... I think that's going to be the most powerful common in the set. Because it's like Zombie Chow, but better, though. One health matters. The one health matters. I had the same But it's one thought. health back to you, too. So you it's get health, health back. back to you. Yeah, four health back to you, which is better than the zero health back to you that Zombie Chow gave you. And you still have a 2-2 two -two on turn one. Yeah, but I mean, most one like most played one-drops in the, in the game are going to eat the Mistress of Mixtures. The reason why Zombie Chow was so widely played and so... I'll I'll say oppressive. It it wasn't like no yeah it was it was oppressive like yeah, every single oppressive. turn one rah, yeah zombie chow. It trust it's me because I'm it playing had, wild I know <laughs> it had that third health. It ate your one drop and then it ate your two drop. Yes. And then like sure you have five health but whatever I'm a slow deck and you're at thirty anyways like I totally killed you in card advantage. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and I'm going to kill you eventually, anyways. If you could trade up into a three-two, if your opponent doesn't have a one-drop, um, if your opponent plays a three-two into into this or well, no. like one zombie chow, they they deserve to lose every game they ever play. That's fair. I I don't know. I I think that it can fit in a lot of anti-aggro decks, just because there will be. You know, think about for example, we talked about the Grime Street out, uh, Outfitter earlier, right? That's a one-one. That buffs all the cards. You can kill that with this and still have the ability to deal with, you know, maybe some of those smaller one-mana cards that got buffed from it. And worst case scenario, you take some damage from those buffed cards, well, you can heal a bit of it back to you. I think there's yeah. a place for it. I'm not sure if it'll be... I don't think it'll be in every deck, but I think if you want an early drop in a control deck, I think you could do a heck of a lot worse. You're totally correct. I'm actually making, like, the, the Course of Fallacy 
Like when that was spoiled magic MTG card, when Mm -hmm. that was spoiled in Theros block, everyone was like, oh, this is a strictly worse version of Oracle of Moldiah. Well, guess what? Oracle of Moldiah wasn't in rotation. Course of Crucifix is. This is a card you have to deal with. (laughs) Exactly. is, Is Mistress of Mixtures zombie chow? Never. But is she close? Close enough. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. So I guess now that we've talked about all these things, there's only one question left to ask. How excited are you to open up the packs tomorrow? <laughs> I I live in a Bills fan family. Yes. I I lucked into being a <laughs> no Patriots way. Fan. No. That's never come up on the podcast oh before. God, I don't think anybody knows I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. Yeah. Walter's a Walter's a Bills fan. When I was six, I picked up a Drew Bledsoe rookie card. I'm like, I'm gonna root for this guy's team. <laughs> he was rooting for the uh, like, but anyways. Anyways, I, I, I hate on bandwagon fans. He's the one bandwagon fan I can't because he had to deal with Drew Bledsoe being the quarterback. And then you did. Oh my Eat god. It. Anyways, but I I'm I'm also a Bills fan. Like yes. I I hopped on the community memeing about the disappointment. Yes. It's it all fits into my personality. It's great. Good. Um so I'm ready. I'm excited. I guarantee in all 50 packs, I'm never going to get a single legendary, and that's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. But if if as, I'm not able to craft Kazakis at the end of the day, I'm going to be very frustrated. That's really like, my I don't only watch, goal. I don't, watch, I don't watch the Bills, so opening packs is how I get my disappointment. <laughs> that's, that's so fair. I just – this is what I do. I have the problem, and I, I have this every time the, the new ex- expansion hits, right, where I want to experiment with cards, but I don't want to waste 1,600 du- uh, dust to find out that a card is crap. So I don't want to build anything yet until other people figure out what's good. But it just means that the people that figure out what's good are going to kick my ass for a week. And that's going to suck. Just play, mid-range, just play mid-range Shaman. Mid-range Shaman's not getting any worse. That's true. That's true. Everyone else is going to be experimenting and my decks are still going to be That's refined. That's why I'm an aggro player in Magic. Because like, set rotates, everyone's like, what's good? I'm like, I don't know, direct it. Act damage to face. Eat me. <laughs> lightning bolt. Lightning Ooh. bolt. Lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what Knuckles I've done that to, I've done that to somebody. I've bolt, I've triple bolted somebody once at end of turn. That that's pretty that's pretty mean and also wonderful. Well, uh but yeah. yes. That being said, that is a podcast. That is, that a... is that is almost two hours. <laughs> two hours talk. Yeah. Because that is exactly what I expected out of this podcast, putting my two favorite trading card game players together. Yeah. We, uh, you know, this is one of those things. I, I made a joke about going behind the curtain earlier. Uh, our goal for this was 40 minutes. That was our goal. We were, te- we were, we were terrible we were. at judging at time. 40 minutes, we were still talking about the first gang. Let's be <laughs> yeah, honest. No, I, that was, you, you, said four, you said 40 minutes, and I just didn't have the heart to tell you that it was not. You said three pages minutes. of notes. <laughs> you know, but yeah. here's the thing. All of you guys were hopefully listening to this as you were opening your packs, or you heard this and then decided now is the time to open packs. Yeah. You might and just have to segment this off so and we, hope. I I can't cut anything from this. This is this was really good conversation. Like, <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, no, I mean, I cut from I know, this. I know that like, you can't. Can I know cut that, like one gang at a time. We, we'll figure something out. But the most yeah, important I, thing is, but you might have to package this separately. We should thank uh, Alex for coming on the show. Whatever your your name is now, BM Divas is that at, at BM BM Navas. Navas, that's what it is. N e a v a s. Perfect. So follow him. Don't ask where that one came from. N e a v a s. At follow him on uh on the twitters and all that. 
Um, you know, it's yeah, he's you know, really appreciate having you on. Always fun to talk about card games with someone who's played as many of them as you have. Um, and I'm sure that you'll be more than happy to answer people's questions if they want to ask you uh, why their deck is so garbage and vice versa. So that'll always be fun. Uh, obviously, you can also find me. I'm at RedshirtKing on Twitter. Walter, where can the nice people at home find you? Yeah, I'm at Sadies underscore LOL. And as always, you can find the podcast on a variety of social media platforms. On Twitter, it's at RoughDraftsPod. Uh, on SoundCloud and iTunes, it's look up the Rough Drafts podcast. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, it's at Rough Drafts Pod. Uh, and YouTube, we were at 60 subscribers last time I checked. When we get to 100, we get our custom URL. So it's not some random mishmash of characters like it currently is. Yeah. So like, comment, subscribe. Am I memeing correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do, yeah. Look, if you like what we do, um, that's what you can do to help. Tell your friends, tell people. Um, and we can do more of these kinds of things because uh, we can't do them if people don't listen. And the fact that you guys have listened through two hours of this shows that you guys uh, enjoyed it. So <laughs> share it with your friends and how you can all enjoy it together and it will be wonderful. And until then, uh, I guess I will see you guys. I guess we'll all see you on the Hearthstone ladder. And until we do, goodbye, Internet. Well thought. I concede. <laughs> <laughs>